I've always said, nothing breeds confidence like success, and nothing breeds success like confidence. Anybody. If you have true good intentions in your heart, just do what you want to do, and don't be afraid of it. And Dawn. Having a mindset of positivity and filling yourself with that, start to become who you are. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. Jesus, that was a very psychological show opener. Yeah. (laughs) That was deep. (laughs) <laughs> didn't, didn't really present the broad <laughs> scope of everything we do, but okay. yeah, there were so many good sayings in that segment, yeah. though. I had to clip them all. Yeah, it's like it's like the endless rad cliche oh. for mental health. That was a bit <laughs> early for that. Uh, okay, we get, we, get, we get an email here, but before we get to the the, the email from Keith, uh, Brandon, I got a question. Uh, if you watch us live on Rad TV at members.radradio.com, we do a, a question of the day. Mm-hmm. We do it before the show and then during commercial breaks, and you email in your answers, and at the end of the show, we read the answers. On today's question, which I can't read, I can't tell you because then all the non-member garbage cans would start emailing in. Do, do we do do we have to be realistic, or or like like or is the the question of the and why does that mean I can just say because I think he's a great actor? Yeah, I think that you know the the thing that they're doing could be a parody. It could be you oh, know a, okay. an exaggeration of of your life okay so it's open-ended okay excellent um let's see also uh, just looking around uh, 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 algorithms and all this other crap that we use to figure out you know what you know the show is designed for two things one what everybody's talking about and two what everybody would be interested in if they knew what was going on that's kind of always been my Oof. my thing it's like oh well nobody's heard about this but it's funny or it's interesting or whatever well you bring up algorithms though and and, and i i was under the assumption that the way all that works is they're going to have things pop up. Let's just say you're going through videos, you're going through dog videos, you're like, oh, right? And maybe you even also like um, like the positive religious ones as well, right? And those are like two, you go back and forth, you're like, ah. And then out of nowhere, they throw in some like worldly news garbage that you literally never read. That happened to me the other day, and I was like, I-, I thought the algorithms only threw out at you what they feel you flip through. Where the hell did they get this from? I never look at this garbage. I'm guessing. I'm not 100% <laughs> sure, but just in my thoughts, I'm thinking maybe you heard something or you were talking about something, and the phone picked up uh... what you were talking about and said, oh, she mentioned this phrase. Let's add this video into it. But I oh, mean, it's that scary. Okay. okay. Yeah. And and boy, they must be uh, stretching because I rarely talk about like something political. I usually groan when anyone well, brings it up in my life. Problem like, is, uh-uh. everything's political. <laughs> so that's one form so of an algorithm. True. And it could be that you're, you're uh, wearing a smartwatch. So it could be uh-huh. just the brief political conversation that you might have on the show. Super and- thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that's that's one way they work. They also work in a way where uh, we we have all this tracking information we can figure out on social media what everybody's talking about. Quote quote everybody. And don't 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 don't. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what everybody's talking about. The top topic. I don't care that you're not talking about it. All right. I'm just telling you what most people are talking. about. You don't have to go talking about it. No, I'm not talking about that. I don't care. Good. <laughs> Jeez. So it's it's really it, sometimes it's like a scattering of things, but it it's overwhelming today. The NFL playoffs. In terms of the games, the results, especially yeah. regionally in various areas, including ours with the with the Niners game. Nationwide, vis-a-vis the NFL playoffs. Is on your side. <laughs> Taylor Swift and uh, not Travis, but Jason Kelsey. Oh, okay. I can't wait to get to this. Jesus, uh, Jason Kelsey. The weather. I mean, across the nation, people are talking about the weather for the most part in a lot of areas, again, including our areas. Oof. And 
back to Dawn's politics. This is why you'll get a, a some type of a, a news feed to pop up on your uh, your phone later. The New Hampshire primaries are tomorrow. Uh, of those four, we will discuss three. I think you can guess the one we will not be discussing. All right. So let's get to uh, Keith's email. We've got various emails about, as I said, the NFL playoffs. Of course, uh, an hour from now, we will talk to Steve Mickelson ooh, ooh, from MixPicks.com about all of the football uh, happenings. And today is the debut. Four hours from now, I will be doing the Mixed Pick Sports Show with Steve. It is now five days a week uh, from uh, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. on Rad TV at members.radreader.com and in the Sacramento area on 104.7 FM and 8.90 a.m. New wrinkle you can call into the show. Bear in mind, if uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, if you think our callers are bad on this show, and they are, they're horrible. Oh. Mm -hmm. The second worst callers on the planet are sports talk callers. Oh, no. <laughs> the worst, the worst are political talk. Oh God! But but so oh, I will be. So who would you do? The sports uh, ones, right? Sports yeah. ones, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I will be very, very um, limited. I will be very careful with the sport, but you can call. You can see if you can get on, and and, and you can stay. But the show's going to go quick. We got a lot to talk about today, but that'll be the deep dive uh, with Steve at 10 a.m. So Keith starts with this question for Rob. My understanding is that as a real fan, you wear your apparel on the day of the game and regardless of the result the day after. What about non-days? Like, for example, I plan on wearing Niners gear every day this week Aww, leading up to Sunday. That sounds right. Me too, pal. Yeah. I mean, that, that, so That's exciting. During, during the season, there's never a wrong time to, to wear your, your apparel. There are times when you have to wear it. He laid them out for you. It's game day, and it's the day after to show your support whether they won or lost. Now, had the Niners lost... Mm. Which they almost goddamn did. Ugh. Today would be the last day for my oh, Niners gear. Oh, yeah. Because there's a rule in sports fan land. Niners, uh, you're wearing your Niners apparel uh, tomorrow. Like, it's okay today. Like, oh, man, tough game. Tough game on Saturday. Tough game. So uh, let's say the Niners lost and I'm wearing it tomorrow. Sports fan land, a real sports fan, whether you know him or not, will walk up to you and say, huh, nice Niners shirt. When are they playing this weekend? Exactly. Your season's over, it's buddy. Over. It's over. So, yes, uh, if, in fact, if the Niners the Niners win Sunday, I will be wearing Niners gear three straight weeks in a row. You, you, I mean, I, I just, I'm sorry, three straight days, like every day. Because you want you want to show, my, my team's coming up, I'm supporting them. Okay, now, the Super Bowl, whoever makes it, the day after the, but your team did, not you, Rob, because I don't want to jinx something, your, anyone out there, your team was not in the Super Bowl. The day after the Super Bowl, can you wear your team's gear? Because no. the season's I mean, over, right? The day after the Super Bowl? I mean. And then you can like. I'll, you know. I'll allow for like a little straggling period, but the season's <laughs> over. The, 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 and this, Wait, the, the day after isn't just for fans of the team that won to wear their gear? It should be. It should be. And and I and there's just there's no reason to be wearing. Look, all sports. If I if I see some jack wagon wearing a San Francisco Giants jersey, I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> It's the middle of winter. They like baseball. Great. Then, then, <laughs> then put it away until baseball. You look like an idiot. That's all. I mean, you do whatever you want, but you look like an idiot. You need to know. You, and, now, and then there are various times, like, look, when you get closer to the NFL draft, sure, you can wear your jersey for a few days and all that, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so during the actual Super Bowl, I have two football jerseys. One's a um, uh, Jason Witten Cowboys jersey, who's no longer plays football. The other one is Tom Brady's. Bucks jersey. He no longer plays football either. So on the day of the Super Bowl, is it okay to wear either one of those jerseys to represent the greatness of the players that have passed? You know, these Super Bowl parties and things, I guess, have kind of gotten out of control where everybody can wear whatever they want. I, 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 I 
that's an interesting take of doing it. Okay, I'm going to wear a Brady jersey. Well, what are you doing, man? Well, my team's not in it, so I'm honoring the greatest of all time. I mean, that, that's a pretty good answer. Okay. I, I had the weird – you bring up Tom Brady. He was in my dream last night, <laughs> but only because um, – so I, I, I think the last thing I read before I went to bed was the Jason Kelsey stuff. So it must have been in my head. So Jason Kelsey, Jason Kelsey's wife and Tom Brady, they all had podcasts. And Jason Kelsey's wife, who I do love, she was like, hey, hey, hers was winning. She had like 1.4 million listeners and viewers because they do that. And they, and the, this each, is a dream. Right, and then each of them like had hardly any at all. And totally. in that same dream. The mother of the Kelsey boys was also the mother of Tom Brady. Oh. And then I woke up. It was so weird. Dream, dreams so are ridiculous. Weird. I, the pro, you know, I, I've had so many weird oh, dreams man. over the last few weeks, I think, as I was working through whatever this crud is that's going around. And I wake up in the middle of the night, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm like, wow, that was not. And then my, my, my showbiz mind says, write it down so you can tell it on the show. Yeah. My mind mind says, no, you'll never go back to sleep. <laughs> And so I forget all of these weird, weird dreams. But yeah, yeah I mean, what a ridiculous so dream that weird. is. So weird, yes. Uh, all right, more than a few people wrote in uh, about the results of the football and the Niners and uh, yesterday as well. Uh, Andrew says, Rob, you called it last week with Steve. Looking forward to you and Steve talking on Monday. He's alluding to what Alec wrote in and said, could we get a live stream of Rob and Steve watching the NFC Championship game Aww. together? So it will be uh, Steve's Lions against my 49ers. That is so yeah. incredible. And I, it's funny. I, I, I had a, like a brief thought like what, what Alec was thinking there because Steve and I, we, I don't think we've ever texted each other as much as we have this weekend. During Saturday's game for the Niners and then yesterday uh, for his Lions. And then afterwards, it's like, oh, man, our, our teams are playing each other. And, and no, you're not getting a live stream for, of any kind for a variety of reasons. One, it doesn't make any sense if you can't see the game and see us or watch it. Like the, 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 the Manning show that they do on ESPN occasionally. Like you would have to be watching the game along with us to understand what we're, what we're doing. Plus, the other th and there's licensing things. And, and the real answer, dude, I ain't working when my team's playing the NFC Ooh. Championship game. And I'm certainly not asking Steve to. We, it, was, it, it was fun going back and forth and things like that. I, 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 I promise we'll report as best we can. I think we'll probably have some fun today and throughout the week on the Mixed Big Sports Show. But it, it's funny. I, I, by the way, I do know. Everyone is rooting for the Lions. I get it. I get it, right? First time they've even been in an NFC Championship game since the year my wife was born. I mean, it's been for – they haven't even been in the damn game. They've never been to the Super Bowl. Uh, I don't – and, and, and the, the Niners, meanwhile, have the record oh, for the most NFC Championship yeah. game appearances. I, I will tell you right now, if the Niners have to lose to anyone – I would be more than happy for it to be the Lions. I'm I'm almost rooting for the Lions on Sunday. Well, I said to my husband, I'm like, oh my God, aren't because my husband's a Niners fan, lifelong. I'm like, aren't you conflicted? And before I can even finish, he's like, no. I'm like, but it's Steve. Don't you want his Lions to go to the Super Bowl? And he said, no, right. absolutely not. And I'm like, well, I'm conflicted because it's like my husband likes the Niners and go, you want to be go buy a Lions jersey. <laughs> Oh. And, just, and just whip it out on Sunday. Good oh, idea. Oh, that's funny. Well, here's the problem, I, I think, with the oh, Lions. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, and, no. and Don, Don. Get it. You don't have to spend a lot of money. You get a, a knockoff and get the, the name on the back, Mickelson. Oh. Oh. Now, 
The lions, oh, they shouldn't. Was... You should, we shouldn't feel bad for them because their management never really cared about them really in the beginning, and now they're all of a sudden starting to care about them. So now no, the lions they still are don't like, care. Oh. no, they stumbled no, they into still, this. Yeah, oh, really? They, they yeah. still I, don't care. I thought I heard something saying that the lions' management stepped up their game and they're actually taking it serious now. That that is that is that is the narrative. Okay, yes. okay. The, the the Ford family, they they're like, what what happened? How did we fall ass backwards? And they do have better up, uh, 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 office management, and they've kind of they've kind of just stumbled dan campbell their head co- oh my mm-hmm. god all day yesterday because i i was a really early i was working in the kitchen so i had the pregame show and every time lions head coach dan campbell was mentioned like an idiot i'm all alone right my wife's sleeping i look at my dog and i go roseanne soup <laughs> which is yeah they're Don's, saying it wrong don's way of remembering <laughs> the head coach of, uh, of the Lions. He, he turned out to be an incredible find um but yeah this this is this is an accidental Amazing. We'll see if, uh, if we have time with Steve to kind of go over what he thinks of that. Well, I remember Steve last Friday was saying how um, the owners, it's kind of like this is how they make some of their money to set aside. And if, if, they, if their team starts doing well, they have to pay more. Yeah. So it's kind of like they don't want them to do well. It's a, it's a double-edged sword. <laughs> uh, so more on that uh, throughout the day and in an hour with Steve Miggles. All right, uh, Brandon? Yes? Uh, see, I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this question because – are there are there any uh, are there any bands left on your bucket list that you haven't seen live? Because we yeah. we're very fortunate we've seen almost all of them. There are uh, more. So lately, I've been really into dad rock, like Billy Joel, <laughs> yes. uh, Dire Straits. Oh, Billy Joel. Uh, uh, what else? <laughs> oh yeah, man, there's great. another one. Um, I can't even remember Steely right Dan. now. Billy, yes, thank you, Steely Dan. No obsessed kidding. with them. Uh, yes, Billy Joel's an interesting one because because right away you say I go oh yeah I never saw him and. A lot of those type guys, it's like, how much longer do we have with them? So we're, let's go with Billy Joel. For okay. You. Okay. Uh, Kyle, do you have any like band like, I got to see this band? Green Day is the only one on my bucket list oh. I have yet to see. So I have my like, top three favorite bands is Kiss, Sublime, Green Day. I've seen the leftover members of Sublime because Bradley Knoll died in 94. And then I've seen Kiss probably five or six times. And then... Green Day is the only one, and I, I'm i shocked you fan. haven't seen Green Day. Okay. I, they've okay. come to Sacramento so many times and within our area, Bay Area, Reno, tons of times, and every time it just hasn't been a good fit. They're so good, and this year would be the time to see them on their next tour mm-hmm. because they're playing uh, Dookie and American Idiot <laughs> oh in their entirety for oh. their 20 and 30-year anniversaries. And I just got the Dookie album, the vinyl. Oh, oh it's going to be so good. <laughs> All right, so we got, we got Billy Joel, we got Green Day, <laughs> Now, Dawn, I know you've you've seen George Strait, you've seen Miranda Lambert. Do you have anyone on your bucket list? No, I mean, in the country world, I pretty much have seen. You know, I have not seen Dolly Parton. Ooh, and I, okay. I would really? love to see her. Okay, Absolutely, good. I mean, I you would love, love to see her. Okay. I would. I, I, I love her. But to really make you guys mad, if we go out of the country genre, uh, Coldplay. <laughs> I do want to see them live. I'd watch them too. Don't <laughs> like, worry. I just really do. I think they put on a good live show. Okay, I have so... nothing to base that on. I just think they would. So for the purpose of this exercise, <laughs> you can only go to one: Dolly Parton oh. or Coldplay. Um, you know what? I'll go with Coldplay because my husband would join me on that one. Okay. I mean, he he would be grudgingly if I had no one else to go with, go to Dolly Parton. Not that he hates her. Nobody hates Dolly Parton, but it just wouldn't be his thing. Okay. So so you you get to the you get to the show, you get to the stadium, mm-hmm. and and I'm using a real life example because I lived it, and then we'll get to the story and why we're talking about all this. Uh, when my wife and I went to see Adele in Los Angeles Hello. at the Staples Center. <laughs> And that was the first time, okay? I had not seen it. And there's a reason I'm using the first time thing, which I'll explain when we get done here. Uh, it, 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 you know, you get in, you get seated, and I'm, I'm a nerd about concerts. I'm looking around at all the, all the, where the speaker placement is, where all the camera guys are. And I'm realizing this show is taking forever to start. Oh, God. And ever. 
Ugh, I hate that. Now, it never occurred to us. I mean, we're in L.A. It's a weekend. We never once, and, and, and in the end, she was 45 minutes late. Jeez. And, and it, it never once occurred to us to, like, how long are we going to wait? I mean, what else are we going to do, right? We're, we're gonna, but would we have had the same reaction if we were in Sacramento with the Golden One Center and it's a Thursday night and I got to get up the next morning to oh. work and she's got to get up the next morning to work? And how long do you? So this brings me to the question. You've never seen the, see, because here's why I premise this way. If you've seen them before, it's a lot easier to go, come on, let's just go. We've seen it, let's go. I've seen George Strait so many times that one time he was here in Sacramento and it was a school night. <laughs> and I, I, I didn't see the whole show. And, and I was fine leaving. I'm like, yeah, it's time to go. I got to get to bed because I, I've seen him. And that's so, usually the compromise, right? You yeah. wait until they start, and then you go, well, we've got about four songs. And then we, exactly. We've we got to go. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, I realize it's a hypothetical, but Brando, you're there to see Billy Joel. And now, and it's, you got, we got to put it back in our hometown. Yes. Billy Joel's at the Golden One Center. School night. It's a school night. Yeah. And, and how long are you waiting for him to come out? I mean, for, I would wait an hour. I would wait, I would wait until he came out. Unless it was like, oh, he's he's drunk backstage. He's not coming out. You know, you could usually tell if it's like he's on a bender or they do something like announce that he's not going to be coming out or whatever. Then I would go, but I would wait until and it would, it would be maybe three or four songs that I would sit in. Unless I wanted to really, it's one of those bucket list items. I want right. to see the whole show, so it really depends on my energy level. Same same thing, Kyle. I mean, it's Green Day, it's Golden One, and it's a school night. And yeah. you're sitting there, and you're and, and whatever the opening act has or hasn't performed, but it's like, oh my God, what what is? What? So yeah, so if I'm in that situation and I'm waiting, and Green Day takes forever, I'm waiting and I'm staying till the very end on school night, and I'm pulling an all nighter, and I'm coming back here and I'm taking two scoops of Smasher from Map <laughs> Trainings Map Trition line, which you can find at RadRadio.com in the stupid store. Superstore. And then I'm gonna pull in all day, and I'm gonna nap and crash hard as soon as I get home that afternoon. All right, so you're you're committed. I'm you're, committed, and you also are able to do that. You don't have a family like you don't have kids things like that to worry right. about okay okay yeah i uh, i mean you probably don you probably wouldn't even go to cold play on a school night but let's pretend let's yeah. say somebody got you amazing front row tickets yeah, or whatever, and, right, and you right, know right. It, it's a band that both my husband and i enjoy so um yeah i that would suck because we have our dog and we have our pops you know and at some point we need to get home so i'm not sure how long we would wait that would be like kind of us monitoring what's what currently is happening how long do we want i i i just literally hate leaving my dog at any point i'm just one of those people which you do need to leave them and let them be and pop 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 but with my father-in-law it depends on what's going on with him right if he's good and we know there's nothing we got to worry about i don't know I, I I really don't know. Then it would be like, do I want to wait an hour? Am I tired? What mood am I in? I will wait. I'm not gonna. It's not gonna be 20 minutes. Right. But I mean, it it could at least be 45 for sure. And then I think after that we'd start going. Okay, how much longer do we want to? Well, wait? and you're bringing in all the real life issues that, yeah. that normal people have. Whether it's like I mentioned with kids, or there's pets, there's yeah. other family things yeah. like that. And 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 the reason it's unfair for us to do this exercise a little bit is we've seen so many shows. We're so blessed that at some point you might get to the point where it's like, I've seen a thousand concerts. I'm sure this one's going to be great, but I got to bluff. Here's why I bring it up. <laughs> Two guys are suing Madonna <laughs> because her show at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn last month started late. She's got a reputation for this. She's been sued twice before for this. Dang. Uh, she, not successful, though. 
but the, the lawsuit says, and this makes sense, what we're talking about. Not only did it make it harder for them to find transportation home after the show, but, you know, how it gets really late. There's fewer and fewer Ubers or whatever. They had to get up early to go to work. They had to take care of their family responsibilities the next day, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So the thing that I really there, – there, I mean, it's got to be something so extremely rare as to why they're late. I mean, there has to be some major emergency with them, like medically – they're super sick, but they're just hoping something's going to turn around. You know, they shoot them up with those B12s, whatever the hell they do with them, because they have all the private doctors. Or some, like I said, dire family issue that happens, and they just have to be there. Other than that, I, it, you're, that is just the most rude, rotten thing because of what people go through to be able to go to a show. The cost un- numero uno. It's like a lot of people, it, they've saved up for it or they went ahead and charged it. So it's not an easy thing. And to get there and to park, the whole thing is not easy at all. And so for you in your lux life, I mean, you live in luxury and great, you worked for it. But I mean, boohoo, you're tired or boohoo, you're depressed about a breakup when you have all these people waiting in that moment who paid all of that money. At the Madonna show in the Barclays Center in Brooklyn last month, Madonna was... Two hours and eight minutes late. That's and basically why? the concert. And why? Yeah. Like, why? Know. Did well, she say or did she cr- just no. not say anything? She's chronically late. Not usually two hours and eight minutes, but she is chronically late. According to reports, I, I haven't seen her since, God, I don't even but know. She's Vogue. so rude. That, to me, because when I saw so that, I was like, rude. two hours? I, I, I don't know if I could stomach waiting two hours. I don't think I'm a fan of yours anymore. Yeah, that like, would be... That is rotten. Right? Very disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get to win Rob's change. We do it every morning, 6.30, 9.30, and we have had uh, six guesses and six clues. Michelle, the pressure cooker calculator is writing all the clues for this round. It is a mega bucket, and she is taking you on quite the ride. I mean, I, w- I was just looking at what the next clue is, and I'm starting to wonder at what point people just throw up their hands. Go, ah, forget it. <laughs> There's a reason we call it a mega bucket. Phone number is 888-989-9811 if you have somehow figured it out, and you give us the right amount of mon- money you win. Caller 18 gets to win Rob's change. Rob. Anybody. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. Our New Year's resolution was to in no way improve anything about our program. So far, so good. (laughs) This is Rad Radio. Evidence of that. Apparently, it would have taken me too much work to scroll through all of our bumper music and find a Madonna song to play <laughs> as we came back. <laughs> Idiot. All right, uh, we got a follow-up email from Jen. Hi, Jen. We were talking about, okay, if you've never seen the band before, how long would you wait? So we had to pick out, like, bucket list uh, concerts or, or people that we haven't seen. Uh, Dawn went between Coldplay and Dolly Parton, Coldplay and Dolly Parton. So Jen wrote in and said, I want to be the first one to toss this out there. I will gladly go see Dolly Parton with Dawn. Oh, cool. yeah. Uh, by the way, update on the Madonna thing. So she's being sued because she started late at the Barclays Center. Uh, this is back on December thirteenth. And now I gather I didn't I didn't confirm this. I gather there's no opening act. I mean, which I mean, you got to be pretty ballsy to open up for Madonna, right? There's certain sure. acts, right? Unless you're on the same plane. <laughs> the BC Boys back in the '80s got their bump by playing by opening for Madonna. I, I don't know yeah. now, like current yeah. day Madonna doesn't need an opener, but right. back then that would have been a great show. The contrast <laughs> yeah. between the two. But it, and it made sense though, because yes. Beastie Boys and Madonna, that was top 40 music at the yeah. time. Uh, so the show is, because I, I, I was misinformed, I said two hours, eight minutes, a little more than that, that you had to wait. The show was scheduled to start at 8.30 p.m. 
She took the stage after, I don't even have the exact number, after 10.45. Good oh, lord. No. The best things in life are free. Uh, We're gonna help you pay some bills and fees. Windrush change. what I want. Windrush change. Make your best guess and estimate The calculation in Rough Shore of Change With Rough Change Caller 18 is Shannon. Good morning. Good morning, Red. Good morning. We've had six guesses and six clues from Michelle, the pressure cooker calculator, who's writing these words or writing these clues, which are all words, and somehow you got to put them together and figure out where she's leading you. So if you figured it out, Shannon, first of all, more power to you, and second of all, you'll win that amount of money. What's your guess? Well, I have some ideas, but I don't have a solid solid hit yet. But um, my guess, 2865-42. Was that 32 or 42 at the end? Four. Four-two. 28,655,42,correct?correct.All,right,2,865,42,correct?You,ting,ting,ting,ting,ting,ting,ting,ting,ting,ting,ting,ting,ting,ting,ting,ting,ting,ting,ting,ting,ting,ting,ting,ting,
I figure at this point my career is like a tightrope. I might as well just walk the whole thing. <laughs> and uh, it, it, there was a the, Kyle. There was an email from Townsend, and I'm trying to remember why we read it. He wasn't the Doctor Rob person. No, he was the opening email. He he uh, was was excited to see me take the the reins of oh, okay. my segment and. It was the first email I saw come in that morning, so I snagged that. And, read it. Uh, and 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 through the process, and I was here in the in the sidekick chair. Through the process, we went down the proverbial inside radio rabbit hole, identifying Townsend originally as a as a girl, as a she. And then there was this banter between Kyle and Dawn. Oh, I thought you knew Townsend. I'm like, I'm sitting over there going, Okay, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so Townsend wrote in. Oh God, Townsend, am I forgetting you? Says I just wanted to write in and settle the confusion about me. I am a male. I identify as what Dawn would consider a toxic male. Oh, okay, good. We're on the right track. <laughs> With all of the Heidi's, Kyle's, and Brianna's, I am the only Townsend due to the fact it is my first name. Your show's always the start of my day. It always makes my day better no matter how my day goes. No, Dawn, we've never met or talked. Thank you all for all of the entertainment, oh, information, okay. and useless arguments to think about. God, we shared a deep, intimate conversation. We've emailed back and forth. That would have felt so <laughs> awful. <laughs> By the way, TJ wrote back in and confirmed, yes, I've never seen a bad Green Day shot. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right, another update. I threw this out. I hate when I do this. I hate, I self-loathe over these things when I throw things out without having them in front of me. Like they come up organically on the show and I've already prepped a story, but I don't have it and it's, I can't just scramble for it. And then I'm talking out of my ass and, and, and I just, I feel the need to go back and give you the proper information. So I offhandedly referenced this yesterday, or not yesterday, but last week. Uh, and here's the story I was referencing. Several top dermatologists are now saying that men do not need to change their underwear every day. Uh, well, that's good news for them and or they don't care. In situations with minimal activity and no sweating, changing every other day is acceptable. Uh, no, God! Do it twice a day, just cause I've been wearing this all day long. Really, I'm also gonna go to bed in the same underwear. I don't think so. Um, I, I, I have questions oh. though. I, I've got the whole study in front of me. I didn't see it. So when they say uh, changing every other day, are they at least doing the hack, the proper hack that those of us that do this? Are you turning them inside out on the second <laughs> day? God, That's wrong. It's, yeah. Right? It's still what? gross and wrong. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, Brandon, I know, <laughs> I know, I know. You find me to be disgusting that I do this, but. <laughs> Yeah. And I know you would never do this, but no. if you had to, for whatever reason, oh, you, you've got to pick one. You're wearing the same. Don't roll your eyes at me. <laughs> you, got, you got the same pair of underwear day two. Are you going to wear them the same way or are you going to turn them inside out? I mean, if I had to, right. like the, the situation would have to be I'm stranded somewhere. I didn't bring a change of clothes for some reason. My car breaks down in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> There's no Instacart. There's, yeah. I, yeah, you can Instacart <laughs> Undies, but no, I, I mean, if I had to, yes, but see, but I, I just, I am, I am very clean. I need to have clean chonies at all times. Yeah, I, I, I am with Brando in the sense of everything you mentioned, include a natural disaster story if you threw one in there, or like literally we get attacked and you have two seconds to run from your house. I mean, these are literally the only reason why you would continue to wear the same underwear. Okay. Oh my God. Let me let me advance it one step further then, Brando. Mm -hmm. Would you in, in all of these ridiculous scenarios? where for some reason you have no access to a clean pair of underwear, <laughs> yeah. would you re-wear it or would you just go commando? Oh, commando. Yeah, yeah that's that, what I that's, figured. Because you can clean things down there and then you, you're good to go. You can keep your pants fresh that way. Unless you're running from somebody breaking into your house like Dawn, then you're, you're just making <laughs> right? a mess everywhere. Or, or we get attacked by some foreign... China. Okay. China attack. Now it's just getting dark. Right? Now you, I don't want to have my underwear <laughs> off for them when they finally capture you and do whatever. I'm actually going to be like, just shoot me. I don't want to live here now. Ugh. Because of the underwear? Not because of China, inv right. China invasion? Yes, Got it. Exactly. Uh, 
I kind of want to be shot right now. I'm just trying to have fun. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't know we were going to get but, captured I mean, by China. There are just extreme, only extreme reasons why you should be wearing that same pair well, of sure, more than once. We, we didn't need to go through all of the possibilities. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, dermatologists oh, do man. still su- do still suggest that you change your underwear once a day if it's hot, if you're active, if you're sweating a lot. But if it's minimal activity, no sweating, every other day is totally fine. Well, what if you're a little chunky down there and like just walking every day creates a little bit of that chafe and you get sweaty grossness down there? That'd change, be, okay, you should change. Everything. Or just yeah. laying around, right? You still sweat. Or yeah, something. enough days of that, which I I was doing like a, a week ago. Well, I was, uh, you know, as I was getting through this illness or whatever, I was lying in my filth. I told the story. I actually started smelling myself. Oh, oh God. That's oh. bad. Oh, it's disgusting. Uh, now, again, as I mentioned last week, I was correct. This is only for men. See, God designed us better. So we can get away with this. Women oh, don't get Lord. the same pass because no. of the way their anatomy is set up down there. They're yeah. more vulnerable to infections if they don't refresh their underwear. Oh, yes. It is no abuena. Uh, Sarah Roberts, who is a licensed skin scare, skin scare, skin care specialist, and uh, says that women suffer similar risks when it comes to wearing the same pair of underwear for more than a couple days. However, men and women are mostly subject to different consequences. Women are vulnerable to infections, obviously, like a yeast infection. Worst thing men get... Jock itch. Big deal. You can get over yeah. it. Yeah. See, God knew he had to be easy on you guys because Lord knows you would not be changing your underwear. <laughs> Even if you could get a bacterial disease or infection, you'd be like, oh, whatever. Rub some dirt well, on it. Me, yes. Me, yes. You know, our delicate little Brandon. Stop it. No. Well, so, for a yeast infection, do you need a cream or is that antibiotics that's killing that off? It has been so long since that. Oh, God. Knock on wood. Oh, it's been. It's. I don't even remember the last time I had one, knock on wood. I think I went to the doctor and got something. Wow. I honestly don't wow. remember. Does that I help really you? Does that help you, Kyle? No. I feel like there might over, there's also over-the-counter stuff. Like Vagisil. Yeah, mm. I think there's the yeasty stuff over there, but it's just, oh, God, knock on wood. Thanks, Kyle. Go. Okay, yeah, first of all, knocking on wood has no effect Stop on the it. outcome la, of anything. La, 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 I don't and, hear you. And thank you, Kyle, now as we get all of the very uh, graphic emails coming in from women describing how they treat their yeast oh, infection. It's so Ooh. fun. No, you go to the doctor, they give you a butter knife, you scrape it off, and you make some sourdough at home. Mm. You ever you ever you ever been with a woman who had one of those? Oh, I don't well, know. I, 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 I've I think I've been with somebody who had something wrong. Uh, but I don't know. I, I just never experienced or known that it was. I'm, I meant you're in an intimate relationship, and 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 they sh- and you share. No, I'm glad that you yeah. clarify because every woman's had one. Of course, or will have oh, one. Course. So if you're a dude and you date women, yes, I, I appreciate you preemptively all assuming that I was going down some really, you know, I'm going to bash women road. I was, I was, I was trying to be empathetic because it, it, they they are they really are. I mean, from what I can tell, they're very unpleasant. And oh, they hurt. Uh, this is way back. This is way my, they first, itch. I, I, back in my. My, my, my early 20s, but I was in a committed long-term relationship, and the first time I had ever experienced this, and and you're young, you, you know, you're, you're you're open, you're trying to learn, and and she, I know this sounds weird, but you got to take it under that premise of you're young, you're open, you're trying to learn. She she offered and, and encouraged me to smell it. Oh, why? Yeah, it, it is just just under the guise of, of learning okay. and under, yeah. under, like, the empathy thing, and it, I mean, it is... 
I see why they call them yeast infections. It's yeah. a very oh, I mean, weird smell. It, it it maybe could be uncomfortable. I don't know for some women. Like like okay, growing up, literally private parts were never talked about because by the way, those shouldn't be even touched till you're married. So it was like just like never discussed. <laughs> so I remember, you know how women will get a, a discharge of some kind, right? I thought I I didn't know what happened. But I was beside myself, like, oh, my God, I have some kind of disease or cancer. What is this? Because it just it's never talked about. So it's like, mothers, yes, get, get those books, sit down, let them know all the things. So going back to the smell, I'm curious now, because I was in a relationship uh, probably like seven years ago, and there was a moment where it smelled a little different. But the smell was similar to bean and cheese burritos soaked in a light beer. The best way to describe it. That's pretty close. <laughs> Is it okay? I think somebody was hiding something. Or I mean, she didn't know. And, and again, and again, because well, because Dawn's right. I mean, this isn't a shame thing. It's a, it's no. a. I mean, it happens. It, it's normal. It happens. It's weird smells. All these things. It, it happens. This is why they have products out um, for us to use. Not all of them are good and healthy for you, but there's a reason they have them because we will get some weird smells that. We'll get weird smells that there's nothing wrong. It's a normal smell. Speaking of, of the, the products, function. Penny wrote in and said yeast is a fungus, so it's an antifungal cream treatment. Okay. A round of antibiotic treatment can also bring on a, a – I'm sorry, a round of antibiotic treatment can actually bring on a yeast infection. Lovely. Because they kill off healthy bacteria that keep yeast in check. Do you just stop having them when you're old? Because I literally don't remember the last time I had one. A little out of my purview, Don. <laughs> uh, Alec wrote in about not changing your underwear. He said, I once wore the same pair of jeans for 42 days. What? What? Why? Were you backpacking? My right. goal was to beat 71. <laughs> don't ask. So he's, those are jeans. But he says, but I still change my underwear every day. Okay, so he's trying to set some friendship record, and he still stays good for you. Oh, my God. Uh, I mentioned the weather uh, across the country, but uh, regionally for most of our listening area. We'll start in the northern Nevada, northern California area, the halfway spot between Sacramento and Reno, uh, Donner Summit, Truckee area. They've got about five. They Overnight, we're still guessing, but it's about five to nine inches of snow. More snow is expected today. It should be heavy at times, up to two to four inches Today in the Reno area, rain through Tuesday morning, then a short break, then it's back again on Wednesday. A series of storms brought heavy downpours to the Sacramento area as more widespread heavy rain and showers are expected through this morning. A flood watch is in effect for the Sacramento Valley through Tuesday morning. And a very helpful post on Twitter X, which is what everybody's calling it now. Way to go, Elon. <laughs> Idiot. Uh, uh, PG&E has asked people not to touch any downed power lines. Well, that is oh. that is helpful advice. Uh. Probably, sadly, it needs to be said out well, loud. Especially, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if little kids are going to hear it, but you all want to do stupid things and touch yeah. things you're not supposed to. A lot to. of little kids on Twitter X following <laughs> PG&E. Exactly, right? So who are they talking to? <laughs> uh, someone polled thousands of Americans and asked if they think joint pain and headaches can really predict storms. All right? you know, you oh, know, my oh. knees. Right, yeah, my, my oh. mother does this. My mother swears. And she does. She has she has you know joint issues, bone issues. I've mentioned before, and we've been talking about the happiest hour, uh, which we're uh, proud to have at uh, radradio.com and the stupid store. Superstore. Uh, you just go to the middle box there. You see the boxes of uh, of happiest or uh, yeah of happiest hour, and click on it. And one of the one of the big ones is mend. And uh, a year ago or so, my mom cut her her meds in half by taking it. But she does have legitimate joint thing. Now I don't I can't I I don't want to just overly impugn my mother here. I don't know that she's ever said, I can feel it, like I'm, I'm predicting a storm. I know it affects her. That's real. It's real that storms affect people. Absolutely. With joint issues. Yeah. We're, we're talking about the other one, the one we're going, I can feel it in my knees. There's a storm <laughs> coming. So 
I, I when I was in junior high, the folks that lived on the corner from us, and, and I knew their daughter and stuff, we'd hang out. Her dad had like major knee issues and arthritis, and he did this all the time. Ah, rain's a coming, and he was older. Like he married young, and so he was old. And he's like, rain's a coming, and we're like, God, cuckoo, cuckoo. I swear to God, rain would come. Okay. I mean, I don't know. So he I don't was, know if he was... he was just looking at the weather and messing with us because <laughs> right. we're kids. But as kids, we took it as, oh, my God, his arthritis predicts the weather. <laughs> okay. My, my, my woman does this, too. She'll tell me that. She'll feel it in her knee. And most oftentimes than not, it does rain. I haven't kept a tally. I'm not like, okay, let's record this and find <laughs> out exactly. But most time, like Don's saying, often than not, yeah, okay. it rains. All right. So there was two, two anecdotal experiences. Yeah. So remember, this isn't about... Does it affect joints? We know it does. This is about can can you really predict storms? So that was the survey question. So Brandon, do you believe that joint pain and headaches can predict storms? I think so. Okay. I, I think that that my mom had really bad arthritis, um, so she would be able to predict storms, and it was pretty accurate. So That's that was just crazy. my experience. <laughs> um, Dawn, based on your experience, do you do you believe it? Do you believe it? I mean, here's the thing. You get old enough, and it's like anything's possible. Right. We don't know what we don't know what we don't know. So, I mean, it could sound ridiculous, but I don't know if there's got to be some truth to it somehow because dogs sense things before they happen. <laughs> True. So maybe we're given this with our joints. Yeah, Walter, my, my <laughs> coonhound, he will hear or feel like a thunderstorm coming. He, he doesn't necessarily oh. have to hear it, yeah. but he can sense that something like a storm is coming. Yeah, the yeah, dogs that, are great yeah, me. for that. Yeah, then you get into the animal kingdom <laughs> yeah. and all that, but and they're more connected with nature and stuff. So, Kyle, based on your experience with your lady, are, are we going to go with you believe that it can, it can joints can predict? Yeah, I'm going to say they can. I think they have the ability if you're in touch with it. That's the weather person I do want, though, on the news <laughs> that makes all their claims based on their joints. <laughs> right. I, would, I would watch them. And they don't even put up the map or, or, or the, they you don't know, look at the National Weather Service. And, and to make all the other meteorologists mad, this person didn't even go to school for this. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. They're map is actually that chart that you see at the hospital with the, with the happy face to the sad face. It says, my pain is at about a seven, so it's probably going to be a nice storm coming. Uh, 52% of us said, yeah, joint pain can predict storms. 24% said no. 24%, another 24% said they're not sure, which means half of us are thinking it's at least a BS. There is some science to back up the idea. When a storm is on the way, it's not here, it's on the way, the air pressure drops which will cause the tissue in your body to swell up and irritate your joints, especially if you have arthritis or other issues, and it can cause headaches. Going back to the one you did mention where it's like, well, obviously the current weather happening, whatever it may be, can affect someone's joints, right? And I'm like, I don't know if I said this when you were doing the show, it was a bad radio show, but I'm like, more and more, the older I get, I understand why old people move to Florida or Arizona. Uh, my bones like the warm weather now, way more than the cold. See, I'm kind of upset because I've never been able to feel it in my joints, my bones. I can usually do it with a sense of smell if my nose is cleared up. You can usually be like, Oh, it sounds like uh, rain. It smells like rain's coming. So I was in high school back in the late 80s, way before the internet or any of any of this. And and, and, and I noticed, because I, I, I played baseball all the way through high school. I was getting cortisone shots in my knees. That's fun. Oh, damn. And I had, I had bad knees. They're, they're fine now. They've been fine for 30 years now. Um, but but I, I suddenly noticed this, just of, of my own experience, where first I noticed, oh, man, when it's cold, my knees really hurt. Oh. And then I, I, I noticed as time went on, because this is a four or five-year process, right? My knees would hurt, and it's not. there's nothing going on. And then the next day, storm's here. 
So I believe Crazy, in it. Huh? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh. Uh, let's play the Fresh Cooker right now. we got a pair of tickets to see Jerry Seinfeld at the Reno Event Center on Saturday, April 27th. The Fresh Cooker is our daily trivia game. We play it every single day, although we don't get a winner every single day. We sure don't. It's trivia. You either know it or you don't. You don't. Five, right? 30 seconds. None of that matters. Let's call her 18 right now. You can do it. 888-989-9811. 18 plays the Pressure Cooker. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. This is Rad Radio. Just remember, it doesn't matter where we are as long as we're here. Huh? What the hell does that even mean? What has happened to this show? We have this email, rad at radradio.com, from one of our uh, 85 uh, Heidi's. Hey, Heidi. We're talking about uh, weather and joints, and, and yes, we know we know it affects you when the weather's here, when the cold systems are in the... But can it predict mm. that a storm uh, is coming? Half of us believe in the new survey, yes. The other half are like, eh, no, no. Heidi says, it's true with this headache thing for me. I get barometer headaches with the barometric pressure changes in the air. I had a headache all last week leading up to the storm arriving in our uh. area. And I'm finally on the mend. Oh, good. Wow. Once you're like, please get yeah. here. Once it's here. <laughs> My headache will go away. She's the opposite, right? It, <laughs> yeah. A lot of people feel it when it hits. She's got it before and then it goes. One of away. my sister-in-laws wanted to move to the south so bad. She had a few states, you know, on her radar. And all of them with terrible humidity. I mean, isn't that the whole south? But, like, her husband, the humidity, and I had never heard this, like, literally affects his bones. He cannot do it. It's so strange. It's like the Benjamin Buttons of Bones there. That's backwards. <laughs> Not how that should happen. All right, let's get to the, uh, to the pressure cooker. We got a pair of tickets to see Jerry Seinfeld at the Reno Event Center on Saturday, April 27th. Caller 18. Hello, Diana. Good morning, Rad. Good morning, morning. Diana. Dirty Diana. Here's how this works. Your timer will begin when I finish reading the first question, which is true-false. So you got a 50-50 shot. You get that one right, then you got to get four more to win. You can pass any questions you want. We'll do a recap when we're done to give you your score and everyone playing along the answers. And I got to take the first thing you say. So if you say Marlboro and then you say Camel Lights, (laughs) I got to take Marlboro as your answer. Do you have any questions? No. All right. Good luck. True or false, the word race car is an anagram. True. Name two of the four remaining NFL teams this season. 49ers and Ravens. What geometric shape is generally used for stop signs? Octagon. Based on sales, what is America's largest retail store? Walmart. On which cable news channel will you find Neil Cavuto? On the periodic table of elements, what does TI stand for? Say that again. On the periodic table of elements, what does TI stand for? Titanium. All right. Nicely played, by the way. I know. Yeah, I like it. All right. We got six questions. You only need five. All right. Let's see how she did. True or false? The word race car is an anagram. She said that is true. 
It is what? A palindrome. Right. A palindrome uh, is what is this is a word that's spelled the same forwards and backwards. Mm. Race car, moo, mom, things like that. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, an anagram is a word, phrase, or name formed by rearranging the letters of another, such as uh, like Brandon's uh, Instagram. Uh, that's correct. Phrase. Yeah, it's my full, my Instagram handle is my full name. First, middle, last, but it's all jumbled up as an anagram, and it turns into wow. not strangled bacon. <laughs> did you did you do that, or did you have a computer generated, or where'd you come up? I with did. That? Yeah. I so I did go through a generator to be like, hey, just make make up, use these words and, and rearrange <laughs> them for me because I wanted to be I wanted to be cool and like have some sort of cryptic name, not like a, a, just a generic one. So that's that's why I I've always that. wondered what the hell not strangled bacon was, and that makes total sense now. It's like. <laughs> And it's so Brandon. It's so so on Brandon. Uh, Name two of the four remaining NFL teams this season. She said the 49ers and the Ravens. Wow. The other two are? Lions. Tigers. No. no idea who the other person is. It's the the the, the Chiefs. Yeah. So oh, that's right. On, Hello, uh, on Sunday, uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs will uh, play uh, the Baltimore Ravens at noon, and then at three thirty, the Detroit Lions play the San Francisco 49ers. We'll talk more oh, about that. Go Lions! In about ten minutes with Steve Mickelson, who will also join me for today's daily premiere, or today's premiere rather, of the daily uh, Mix Pick Sports Show. It'll be every day at ten a.m. Steve and I talk in sports for an hour uh, on Rad TV at members.radradio.com. You will be able to hear it on the app as well. And if you're in the Sacramento area, it'll be on 104.7 FM, 890 AM. Uh, and then, uh, let's see, what geometric shape is generally used for stop signs? She said an octagon. Eight sides. Based on sales, what is America's largest retail store? She said Walmart. If you just do it by sales, uh, they double Amazon in terms of total retail sales and revenue. Uh, $600 billion in sales uh, last year. The reason I brought it up, though, too, is because uh, as uh, more and more a crime it, it continues to rise in our big cities, uh, people are, are noticing more and more things are being locked up. In big cities, uh-huh. uh, it was months ago, Walmart, Target started locking up things like toiletries, like perfumes, things like that. Makeup, but yes. mascara. And it's so annoying, too, because when you go, you're always looking around for somebody with the key. You're like, come on, dude, I just need to right. get multivitamins I- or some shampoo. Hook it up. And then there's the other. Yes, absolutely. And the other aspect is there's a line of people that need to get into the damn cabin. And, you know, we used to be used to this with like things like electronics. Yeah. Now, in big city versions of these stores, it's almost everything. I-, I just I don't go out shopping as much. Once 2020 hit, I was like, oh, this whole delivery. System. So it has been a while since I've been in Walmart, and I used to go there almost daily. But so the, I don't know if it's still like this, but the last time I went, they had literally then cordoned off the whole like makeup and it just all the, the the girly stuff, deodorants, shampoos, all of it's like it's it's its own section yeah. that you walk mm-hmm. into. They even have their own person that checks you out. And I had to buy whatever I was getting in that section, I had to then purchase, get the receipt and then go about the rest of my shopping in the store. I'm like, what the holy hell? And that's the thing is it, it now we're seeing just like with the homeless problem and the crime problem, we're seeing it creep into suburbs and areas that aren't just big cities. Uh, of course, the big cities are ahead of us and uh, uh, Walmart and talk, Target, you know, they've been locking up all sorts of things. They have now begun to lock up underwear and socks because oh, that has wow. been the latest thing that That's has been so targeted sad, by shoplifters. Oh, people, oh, because people need it. That's yeah. so sad. We don't know that. You don't know. You don't. don't right, give me a story to where I don't, don't have don't, to be a sad story. Okay, first of all, oh. first of all, I don't care if they need it. You don't steal it. Oh. Second of all, no, you don't steal it. But I do care that like that's they need it so bad and they can't afford it, and I just hate that. Anyway, no, no you know what it is? It's people that are going in there, 
stealing it and then going to homeless people and bartering with them or selling uh, it to them okay, for yeah, a discount rate. Them. Yeah, lock them up. You're talking about scumbags that are going into these stores <laughs> left and right. I know this is a little different, but I had an experience with baby clothes. I lived with a roommate and the girlfriend went and shoplifted at Walmart and she got arrested and they didn't need to. They had plenty of, of, of funds. Like she just wanted to see if she could get away with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Gross. Oh, gross. Exactly. Gross. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 disgusting either way. I mean, it's you're, you're still stealing from someone. You know, you you. So you have a hardship. So you think you can create a hardship for someone else? Eventually, somebody's going to fire that store. But yes, it's more disgusting when you don't when it when it's just for fun or for profiteering or whatever. Uh, she passed on the question: Which cable news channel? Uh, will you find Neil Cavuto? When in doubt, remember, just say one. I mean, we all know like CNN or, or something like yeah. that, but uh, Fox <laughs> News Channel was the right answer. And then at the buzzer, uh, on the periodic table of elements, what does TI stand for? She said titanium. <laughs> and after all of that, an excellent execution, she got four right. Oh, oh, oh man. Yeah. Oh. Gonna need a cigarette after that. <laughs> <laughs> that point we got this email from uh, nick hey nick says is it just me or did the contestant from the pressure cooker sound like the caseworker from beetlejuice <laughs> <laughs> two more chances for you to win at 8 and 9 a.m rob anybody and dawn the rob anybody and dawn show New Year, same crappy show. Call us anytime at 888-989-9811. This is Rad Radio. No idea what's going on around here. <laughs> uh, we got this email, uh, rad at radradio.com from Brianna. Hey, Brianna. We are talking about how stores are locking up more and more things. It used to just be the big cities. It's getting into the suburbs now. Uh, Brianna says, I recently went to buy a three-pack of thermal undershirts for my husband. Thermal undershirts. They were locked up. And an employee had to get them out for me and walk them up front for me. I had to wait until I was done shopping for everything in order to be escorted to the front of the store to buy three thermal See, shirts. That's not even oh. fun to go shopping anymore. Mm-hmm. Nope. Uh, so we'll all stay home or, or get it delivered. Or uh, Gosh. Uh, by the way, we, we are we are checking the tape. Uh, there are a lot of you that uh, believe uh, that uh, that uh, our pressure cooker contestant, after taking a moment under the question of on what cable news channel will you find Neil Cavuto, did not say pass as we said she did, but said Fox. Oh, I oh I I thought she said Fox too, and for some no. reason when you were going over it. I thought you said she said Fox. That's so weird. Mm. That that's so, weird. so the official thing on the tape was Fox. So Close it enough. sounded yeah. like pass or Fox. Close enough. Yeah. So that gives her five right and she gets the Seinfeld ticket. Yay! Don't worry, we got two more chances for you to win at eight and nine AM. <laughs> Let's talk to Steve Mickelson. Live from Las Vegas, Nevada, and mixpicks.com. Two K's in mix, two K's in picks. Mix picks. Com. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. morning. What a weekend, Steve. Four ah. games. Three of them were excellent. We're going to start last night. You and I, Steve, are uh, old enough to remember the original Wide Right. That's back on January 27th of 1991. The Buffalo Bills, the same Buffalo Bills that were in the game last night. Well, not the same players, but the same franchise. I hope not. <laughs> uh, we're playing the New York Giants in Super Bowl 25. The Bills are down 20 to 19. There's eight seconds left. Scott Norwood, kick a field goal, you win the Super Bowl. Remember, this is that time where the Bills went to four straight Super Bowls in a row. 47-yard field goal, and he booted it wide right. And Scott Norwood was a a villain forever in in Buffalo. Buffalo went to four straight Super Bowls, lost every one of them. Oh, that sucks. Last night, 
The Bills were down three. They're driving into Chiefs territory. They deploy Tyler Bass, the new Scott Norwood, for a 44-yard game-trying tie. So you tie the game, and in in the playoffs, you play until it's over. There's no ties. You either play as many overtimes as you have to. Minute 47 left in the fourth quarter, and Bass sent the ensuing kick. Wide right. No. No. The Chiefs run out the clock and go to their sixth straight AFC championship Oh, that game. poor guy. Oh, no. What do you think about the whole thing last night, Steve? Yeah, it, uh, you know, the two words no one wants to hear in Buffalo is wide right. Big difference, <laughs> though. One was to win a Super yeah. Bowl game because if he had made it, they would have won and had won one of those four straight appearances. Last night was just to tie it, send it into overtime in the hopes that they had won it. But it was a great game. Uh, you know, the Bills, Chiefs always are. Those teams are so evenly matched up. And, uh, you know, we had great football all weekend. And even the game that wasn't close, the Texans-Ravens, that game was tied at halftime, 10-10. So it was just the second half that the Texans' weaknesses showed up. The, uh, the, the, the call on, uh, on, uh, on Bass's kick was, was great by Jim Nance. Uh, you know, because he said wide right, two words. I forget how he said it, but you know, nobody in Buffalo wants to hear. But you're absolutely right, Steve. It's vastly different between undeniably winning the Super Bowl. It's over if Norwood makes that kick in 1991. This ties the game with a minute 47 left. You're going to give Patrick Mahomes the ball back. There's no guarantee that they would have gone on to win. It's a fun little story, but it's radically different. But this is this game. Speaking of Mahomes, continues his undaunting ability to beat Josh Allen and and the Bills, even on the road. First time he ever played on the road and first time he ever won on the road. And he's got to go on the road again next weekend. We'll talk about that later. Um, but what, do you, what, who, what what stood out yesterday? Was it was it Mahomes is it's great, the Chiefs are better, did the Bills screw it up? Overall, what was your impression? Well, a big part was Kelsey, you know, had a couple of touchdowns, and, and the Chiefs didn't seem to really drop the big passes. Um, and, and not making excuses, but the Bills, Gay, their linebacker, was out for that game. Injury, Gabriel Davis, wide receiver, was not out. And, again, injuries are a part of football. But there were a couple of key injuries for the Bills that showed up in last night's game. But, again, great game. That's why you can never, even though all season we've been saying, look, the the Chiefs aren't as explosive. You know, they're middle of the road in scoring this year. They never hit the big plays. As long as you have Patrick Mahomes, you can never count that team out. Now, I had an interesting take this morning, Steve. Uh, somebody uh, posited that the Buffalo Bills, this this version with Josh Allen, they, they keep they keep having these great seasons. They keep getting to the playoffs, and they don't get it done. And somebody said they're the AFC version of the Dallas Cowboys right now. Is that fair? Yeah, I, I think it's fair. And, and to be honest with you, I really thought McDermott was going to be fired you know, what were we, a week 10, something like that, before the Bills won on the hot streak in order to get into the playoffs. It still wouldn't shock me. I don't think they will make a coaching change, but it really would not shock me if they make a coaching change. And if you remember, you and I were talking about it because I like that as a landing spot for Harbaugh. I think that would be incredible for him to go to Buffalo. But, you know, most likely they're not going to make a, a change there. Um, the differences between Buffalo and Dallas is I think Dallas's wounds are much more self-inflicted with Jerry Jones having to call all the shots 
And many of us just believe they'll never win with Jerry Jones doing everything for the Cowboys. The Bills just a very, very good team, very talented team. Just can't win that big game. All right, so we got the Chiefs. Uh, they will be playing uh, for the right to go to the Super Bowl yet again uh, this weekend, and they will be playing against uh, Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Now they got to go into Baltimore again. I'm missing something about Baltimore, Steve, and, and I'm going to need you to straighten me out more when we do the, the Mixed Pick Sports Show at, at, at 10 a.m. We can dive deeper into these these things. Um, everybody has basically handed the Super Bowl to the Baltimore Ravens, and by everybody I mean sports media, social media, et cetera. Yeah, they're the number one seed in the AFC. They had a convincing victory, although, like you said, it was tied 10-10 at halftime, and then everything fell apart for the Houston Texans on, on Saturday. Uh, are, are, are you convinced the Ravens are that dominant? Let's start with that game. They clearly, look, they were, they, were, they were at halftime. They were tied with the Texans, a really surprisingly great team this year. And they came out and just destroyed them, what, 24 nothing in the second half. Are, are they that good? They are a very good team, and they've risen for their opponents the entire season. I mean, they, they blew out the 49ers. They blew out the Lions. So they've already faced those teams. But for me, I, I still – Debo Samuel really worries me because they list him as 50-50 on being able to go on Sunday. But if, if you take the 49ers and you make them healthy, I'm still not convinced the Ravens are better than the 49ers even though the Niners have been showing some weakness to their game, I've felt the entire season the Niners were the best team in the NFL. And, you know, put Lamar Jackson down 10 points. I don't see him as a quarterback who can bring a team back and win that game. So the Ravens are the best team in the AFC, and everyone's saying they're the best team in the NFL. I'm just not fully buying into it. I still like that healthy 49er team. So, it, it, for, so they're number one on the on the power rankings, uh, or you're, they're number two on your power rankings for the NFL. But in the AFC, you just said they're number one. Do you give? I mean, Patrick Mahomes is on the Chiefs. You always have a chance. The initial preview in your mind of Sunday's AFC Championship game. Do you give? Do you give the Chiefs a a better than fighting chance? No chance. They're going to win. What do you think? I, I think they'll be in it because. You know, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Right now, the Ravens are a three and a half point favorite, but this Ravens team is dominant. I mean, they got a great pass rush, they got a really good defense. You know, Lamar Jackson keeps defenses honest because he's able to run the ball as well as throw the ball. They are a really good football team. And if they win the Super Bowl, you know what? I'll, I'll give them, hey, they were the best team in the NFL this year. I'm just not that convinced of it. And again, anytime you give Patrick Mahomes the football and a shot to win the game, I'm not betting against him. All right, maybe we can have a little fun argument here before I move over to the NFC. Don't we have to say whoever wins the Super Bowl is the best team in the NFL? I mean, isn't that the point? I mean, don't don't you have to acknowledge? You said if they win the Super Bowl, you'll say that. Well, that's what we're going to say about whoever wins the Super Bowl, aren't we, Steve? Um, no, the team that wins the Super Bowl is not necessarily the best team in the. NFL, they were the best team on that day, and they had a great playoff run, and and they absolutely, hopefully, are the best team. But what? the best team does not always win. I knew this would wake Dawn up. That's why. That's why it's I brought so it up. So confusing to me. Maybe it's because I'm just not, you know, the in and out, the day to day, like you all are. To me, it's like, okay, so th that just takes away from what they accomplished. Then why is the Super Bowl even such a big deal? Why does it even matter if you're really not the best? I mean, that's, abs I, for, that's absurd to me. 
That that is like every time which we have with this show, we've won. Oh well, I guess we've just been lucky every time we come out and we win, and we're really not the best. I don't know. Like that's just so crazy to me. Uh, okay, let me throw this scenario at you because we saw what the Packers did to the 49ers. Let's say the Packers ended up having beat the 49ers and Tampa Bay, who was giving Detroit quite a challenge in that game too, had won. Both teams are nine and eight. The winner would have gone to the Super Bowl. And let's say early on in that game something happens and there's an injury or just even without an injury, but somehow Tampa Bay or Green Bay had gone on and beaten the AFC opponent in the Super Bowl. Are you really going to try to tell me a 9-8 and eight team is the best team in the NFL? I'm going to tell you because they overcame and they actually beat a team that thought they were so great and they actually weren't as great as actually we thought they were because, I don't know, as you all say, let's look at their schedule. Their schedule, they played a bunch of terrible teams. So And I mean, they were 9-8. and eight. So They may have been the best team on that day, but... They played all these teams. They were nine and eight through the course. Then the, of the Super season. Bowl needs to quit mattering. People need to quit getting excited about it. All the NFL players need to quit getting excited about it. Do not celebrate your win, whoever you are this year of the Super Bowl, because you're not the best. You just happen to win that day. Weird. That's so weird. Let's go to that NFC uh, matchup, Steve, uh, because uh, the first of all, let's start uh, Saturday night. I mentioned earlier in the show that I don't think you and I have texted each other uh, on a weekend as much as we did this weekend. That 49ers game, it was it was heart attack inducing for many people. Uh, they needed a fourth quarter comeback. They held off the Packers 24-21. Uh, yes, Debo Samuel went down. Uh, right now, last I report I heard is he's questionable for this weekend. We'll get to this weekend in a minute. Um, but for a lot of Niner fans, in fact, I saw I saw a story here. The headline. We won't get into it, but. San Francisco 49ers need to fix their mistakes fast. A lot of people are saying the Niners, Brock Purdy did not look great until he until the very end. I'll give him credit. That, that run on that final drive was a very big uh, deal. Um, but a lot of people are really nervous about the 49ers after that performance. Should they be? Uh, yeah, that, that wasn't a good uh, uh, game in any way. I, I know it was raining and the ball was wet and everything, but Brock Purdy did not look good at all. Yes, he stepped up late in the game, but he was missing throws. He he just – it was kind of like, okay, this is more why he's Mr. Irrelevant. There's a certain point I'm watching that game going, he's playing for his job here. If he goes down and loses this game with the way they look, you got to believe the 49ers bring in competition next year to compete for that job. He found a way to win, which is what all great athletes do. And I was so glad that they did. I've never rooted for the 49ers that hard in my entire <laughs> life. I'm not a 49ers fan. I really don't care for the team. But, man, I was really rooting for them. But hats off to Jordan Love and the Packers. They played great in that game. Uh, Jordan Love really turned it around the second half. And uh, they had the 49ers, you know, on the ropes. I think and we're able to put them away and big win for the 49ers. The, the Packers are going to be something to reckon with next year. Now, the, the back to the 49ers. First of all, why why were you rooting for the Niners so hard? Uh, for a couple of reasons. One, if the Buccaneers had beat the Lions, as the scenario I gave Don, the Packers playing the Buccaneers, two nine and eight teams playing, the winner yeah. goes to the Super Bowl. It's like no one's going to have any interest. You might as well hand the AFC team you know, the Super Bowl trophy, because neither of these teams are, you know, great teams. 
They've finished the season strong. They're playing well when it came time for the playoffs. But, you know, if one of those teams then went on to win the Super Bowl, again, sorry, neither of those two teams would have been the best team in the NFL, even though they won the Super Bowl. And I don't think anybody wanted to see 9-8 and eight versus 9-8, and eight, no. a winner going to the Super Bowl. True. Um, now, see, what I saw and a lot of people wrote about is that Brock Purdy, he looked – and, and he should, by the way. I mean, he's still learning. He looked young. He looked nervous. He looked rattled. Oh. Now, as a fan after the fact, I'm glad he went through it. He learned about what it feels like, and, and he'll get better. But that, that do you agree with that assessment? Because I saw a lot of, man, he's just, he just cannot get this together. Absolutely. He overcame. He was able to get through it. You're going to have those days that you don't have your best stuff. You've got to find a way to win. I thought it was a great learning experience for him. I'm glad to see that he went through it. I'm also glad to see the 49ers, you know, go through that as well and and still find a way to win because I think those are the moments that help your team build and become the great team that they have the potential to be. So, and no doubt after that game, we already knew this, but you keep seeing it over and over again. The best player, the 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 player that cannot get injured is Christian McCaffrey. Absolutely. He, he to me is the heart and soul of the Debo Samuel's a big blow to that, that offense because he has to draw double coverage. You know, Kittle pretty much has to draw double coverage. It allows you to go. I one-on-one, uh, but Christian McCaffrey can't go down. I, I mean, he is the heart and soul of the 49ers and, uh, Without them, they're just they're a good team, not a great team. One of the reasons uh, that a lot of us keep saying they're the best team, the most talented team, is because they have a they have a, an embarrassment of riches. Yes, Debo Samuel's amazing, but he goes down, and you just mentioned it. Brandon Ayuk can step up, Jennings steps up, Kittle steps up, McCaffrey goes down, nobody steps up. They, they can't, and, and that 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 would be the concern on the on the injury uh, front. So let's get go ahead, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, and, and and yeah, I mean Jennings made an out unbelievable catch in a crucial situation in that last night. I mean, on Saturday night to help the 49ers win. And as you said, I mean, they have the depth. That's the reason I like this team so much is they can suffer a couple of injuries here and there and overcome it. It's just, you know, no one can, can overcome, you know, basically who could be the league MVP and Christian McCaffrey and still expect to overcome it and not miss a beat. So the other NFC game, uh, I think, Steve, uh, there were there were more people in Northern California, Northern Nevada, rooting for the Detroit Lions than ever before, <laughs> solely because they want to see two things. One, your team finally win. Oh, You're beloved by the Maggot Army. Oh and, of gosh. course, to see our teams play each other. But let's start with Sunday. You, you and I were texting early in the morning. Uh, about uh, are you nervous? Are you excited? Uh, you, I think that was the longest four hours of your life between the time we started texting and when the game uh, finally started. You uh, you sent me a picture of your wall of TVs. Uh, and uh, th- th- before we get That's to the game, great. Steve, what was your experience? Because oh, I've got all your texts going back and forth, but what was your overall experience watching that game? Uh, it, I loved it. I had that pessimistic side that just kept rising up throughout the game of, oh, here we go again. I, I will tell you, though, is if they had found a way to lose and lost that game, I wouldn't have been devastated. I was just the first playoff win, like I said, in the time that that uh, <clears throat> I've been married um, was so huge. I, it, it 
it pretty much made my season. Anything now is is a bonus. I still, you know, I didn't want them to lose because it's like, gosh, we're such a much better team than the Buccaneers. But but another thing that just really stood out to me, and my wife and I were talking about this last night, is uh, I cannot express my appreciation loud enough to all the support, all the fans, all the listeners, and all of that who have really got behind the Lions. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. it, it it's incredible if you think about it. Uh, and, and I do want to thank them for their support and all that. I do realize most all of them are 49er fans, and thank you for your support to this point. <laughs> and I fully understand you supporting the 49ers this weekend. I do appreciate but, uh, that. I appreciate, Steve, that both you and I, though, went through similar experiences, and we were texting each other the whole time. It wasn't until the very end where both of us could breathe over our teams, and we, it was it was hard attack central with both of those games. <laughs> oh, oh, no no doubt. And going in, like, I, I, I texted you, okay, look, I'm a bowler. I grew up bowling. You know, I got the I got the first nine. We're entering the tenth frame here. I need three more strikes for a three hundred. You know, I got we we got one right there yesterday, and uh, that that was kind of my analogy. Okay, let's get it done. I got three to go. It's been outstanding, and let's see what we can do. So okay, so this Sunday at three thirty, your Detroit Lions will travel to Santa Clara and play my Forty uh, ers This is fabulous. If uh, if they're not Forty er fans, I already know everybody's rooting against me. I got it. Yeah, I, I, I get it. We're all you're all pro Lions. That's that's cool. Now to that point, I made, I referenced this earlier. Detroit has only been to the NFC Championship game once before after the nineteen ninety one season. Niners have a record nineteen of them. So the, yeah, you've had enough. There's a there's a <laughs> There's a you've had enough thing. There's also this expectation of excellence in San Francisco in the Bay Area where it's like there, there's only one thing that matters every every year. But it's kind of mean if the Niners go ahead and beat them. Yes. How can you do that to yes. the, Niners, Absol- the Lions? Absolutely. It's, it's mean to go out and, and win your game. Um, Steve, I, look, as a Niner fan, I'm not I am not like overly confident. I'm not I'm not strutting around here. I, I think uh, the, the, the Lions head coach, uh, Roseanne Soup, as we call him around here, Dan Campbell. <laughs> Uh, is extraordinary. I think the Lions have that Cinderella story thing, the momentum thing. Not thrilled with the Niners' performance uh, on uh, on Saturday, and I know you're going to go the other way because, as you said, you're eternally pessimistic about your your Detroit Lions. But and I, I'm sure you feel the same way. If the Lions lose Sunday, eh, it was a successful season. I mean, what a great ride, etc. But are you giving your team a chance? Actually, I am. I, I watched the way the Packers ran the ball against this 49ers team, which really surprised me. I mean, Aaron Jones goes for over 100 yards against them. I believe the Lions have a better rushing attack than the Packers do. And if they can find a way to be successful running that football, the, I believe the Lions absolutely will be in this game to the end because everything the Lions do on offense is built around that running game, and the games that they have struggled has been when they have not been able to run it. And I, prior to really Saturday night, did not think the Lions would have success running the ball. But watching what the Packers did, that gave me a, gave me hope. Do I think the Lions will win? No. But do I think the Lions have a chance? Absolutely. <laughs> and just that, that thought that, wow, the Lions could actually possibly go to the Super Bowl is incredible. And, you know, they played in the NFC Championship game one other time in 91, 
Man, I want to say that they were down like 35 nothing at halftime. I mean, that game was never, never even close. I believe Washington put up over 50 points in that game. And uh, so while they did get there, it was over quick. You know, earlier this morning I said if the, if the Niners have to lose to somebody, I would want it to be the, the Lions because I love Steve and, and the story and all that. But as you were describing the possibility of the Lions running the ball and the, Lions, oh. and the Niners losing, and I was allowing myself to be in the moment. I, I'm nauseous now at the, at the, very, <laughs> at the very thought of of, of, but of it'll that. be so joyful because it's the Lions. It will not be joyful Steve. for 49er fans. <laughs> yeah, no. you've been there. In the uh, after. Yeah, you got the question you got to ask Rob is, is let's say the Lions do go on and win that game. Ooh. Is he going to watch the Super Bowl? I mean, he has to, obviously, with what he does. But on the on the whole, will yeah. he even really enjoy it? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's in the afterglow. You know, I get over these things pretty pretty quickly. But the problem the problem is, Steve, and Don just alluded to it. Oh yeah, Niner fans have been there. Well, first of all, Niners haven't won a Super Bowl since 1994. Second of all, depending on what age you are, part of the problem of of being there as both a fan, a player, or whatever else, you know what you're missing. You know what it's like. You know how great it feels to win. Steve has no idea. I don't think Steve and his fan and his and fan base can handle it. It, it because it's it's it's. We're we're used to it. We 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 handle. It. You got to look at it like things like that here. The Niners have been so close from over the past ten years. They've mm-hmm. gotten close a handful of times yep. and still haven't gotten there. So if you lose to the Lions, I think it might sting a little more. And yeah, but- yeah and they got there once back with Harbaugh and lost. You know, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, but everything you're saying, the Lions, the Lions haven't experienced at all. Right. You, when you say you haven't, so, you haven't been yeah. there since the '90s. Boo hoo, you. They haven't been right. at all. You want the guy who's never done surgery to do surgery on you? He's out of he's out of med school. He's he's, he's qualified. Now, or if, do you want the guy who's actually done it a record number of times? If and when, when or if I don't know. I'm conflicted, Steve, because my husband he's a lifelong Niner fan. But I I just I I also love you and in your Lions and such a great story. So Rob, if they do win, if or when. Well, you're going to root for them in the Super Bowl, right? Absolutely. The Lions? Absolutely. Yeah. They, yes. The, yes. Yeah. Yes. But, the, I mean, we're in fantasy land now. I mean, Mr. <laughs> Rogers really? is bringing the trolley we're around. We're in fantasy land. They shouldn't even be here right now, according to right, That's Steve exactly and right. the history of the Lions and everything. That's exactly right. I mean, they, they don't belong. God. They do not belong at the big kids' table. <laughs> Stop. And, and, Don, rolling on that, if the Lions were to win the Super Bowl, I would be ecstatic. Oh. But I don't think I'd ever tell you that the Lions were the best team in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve, I will talk to you at 10 a.m. when we launch oh, the Mixed man. Picks Daily Sportscast on Rad TV, on the app, and on uh, in Sacramento, 104.7 FM, 890 AM. Uh, so uh, go get to work. I'll talk to you in a couple hours, man. <laughs> Thank you. Have a great day. All right. That is uh, Steve Mickelson from MixedPicks.com and The Enemy. Two uh, K's in Mix, two K's in Picks, MixedPicks.com. Uh, the Daily Sports Show starts this morning at 10 a.m. on Rad TV at members.radradio.com, on the app. And in Sacramento on 104.7 FM, 890 AM. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Welcome back to the Rob, Anybody, and Dawn Show. Remember, you have choices, and this is the one you made. Get help. 
Got this email, rad at radradio.com from Evan. Hi, Evan. All right, hopefully I can make this uh, easy and quick. So uh, yesterday, uh, Steve uh, Mickelson's Lions uh, beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback is a guy that I hate named Baker Mayfield. Used to play for the Browns. So Evan says, I saw a guy walking around the mall on Sunday while the Buccaneers were playing wearing a Mayfield jersey, but it was a Browns jersey. Is that okay? It is not okay in any way. A, he's obviously a Browns fan, which that right away should be a violation of everything holy. Uh, and 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 so and so you shouldn't be wearing your jersey at all because your team's not in the playoffs. Uh, he's not wearing a Mayfield jersey. He's obviously not a Mayfield fan. He's a Browns fan, and he should not still be wearing that jersey anyways because I've told the story before. When Joe Montana was traded to the Kansas City Chiefs way back in the early '90s or whatever it was, I stopped wearing any Joe Montana gear until he retires, and then he retires as a lifelong 49er fan. It's ridiculous. This guy's an idiot. All these rules. Should have thrown a Cinnabon at him or something. <laughs> well, that would be good though. Uh, <laughs> True. That's a reward. True. The empty box and no Cinnabons in there. As you walk by and take a bite. There you go. Big week around here. Not only about two hours from now does the Mixed Picks Daily Sportscast launch uh, on uh, Rad TV and uh, the app and in Sacramento on 104.7 FM 890 AM. But tomorrow, Shelby Elias from financewithshelby.com will join us. Already getting a lot of emails. I think there's a lot of interest suddenly going on about financing, housing, things like that. Wednesday morning, Security Chief Officer Pat will join us in the studio. (gasps) Hey, Pat! This weekend is the annual Pig Bowl Guns and Hoses charity football game uh, with uh, cops and firefighters facing off against in one another underwear. on Saturday. I don't believe they're in their <laughs> underwear. That'll be Wednesday. And then this Thursday, the Circles guys are here to update all of us who have invested in the positive social media app that we call the Yelp Killer. Uh, they'll also discuss whether or not there's still time to get in on the ground floor. If this is the first you're hearing of it, what's this? A Yelp killer? That sounds like my kind of thing. Uh, and for those of you that just want to know when the app is going uh, live and loud, huge update for you. That's on Thursday. I've seen the app. It's extraordinary. It's mind blowing. Uh, meanwhile, speaking of Rad TV, uh, if you're watching us live, coming up after we do some jokes from the maggots, we're going to give you the Dogwoods Resort Canine Cam. Oh, the big little puppy. What's coming up, Brando? You've got Don's Black Lab Hank uh, treating a blanket like bread dough and, and kneading it. It's very cute. Oh. Ru, uh, the dog Rue plays with a nose brain game Ooh. that she got after seeing it on the Canine Cam where my dog Walter was playing with his new nose game. What kind of dog is Rue? Do you know? Uh, it's uh, No. Uh, it's, it's one of those exotic dogs it's, I mm. think it's like one of those African... I was hoping it was like a hound, because I love a dog that's named after the sound it makes. Oh. <laughs> uh, Crash and Buddy, the goats, take a walk on oh, leashes. Goats. You can put them on leashes. We can put anything on a leash, Kyle. Sure, like a lead. Yeah, or yeah. a girlfriend. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> chickens get a little snack and a fun on the farm with Dolly, Holly, Molly, and Penny. Oh, my God. Uh, Brandon, really quick, going back to the video with um, our lab, Hank, mm-hmm. is uh, is my husband shown in that? I don't think so. Oh, he okay. might be. Then, well, but when I when you when I said he was in there, and because he has the pillow on his face, because the lily cat tries to right. jump on him. Yes, that's what's going on there. If you all are like, why <laughs> does he do that? Anytime he wants to take a nap on the couch, the damn cat wants to get right up there on him, so he will put a pillow on his face. <laughs> That's uh, coming up on the Dogwoods Resort K9 Cam on Rad TV at members.radradio.com. If you're a maggot and you're listening to us, so you are, if you got jokes, you email us, rad at radradio.com. Don't call. You can't tell jokes. Sorry. 
The children, her first 13-year-old Athena. Hey, Athena. Wrote a note that said, sorry, jokes have been skip, uh, skittish lately. I think she means like intermittent. And then mm. late this morning, we've been up all night with our new little fur baby. Aww. Aww. Well, I hope there's a canine cam in our future. I know. Yeah. Two guys are sitting at a bar when one says to the other, my wife's an angel. And the other says, you're lucky. Mine's still alive. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> From a 10-year-old Lily. Why don't robots have brothers? Why? They all have transistors. <laughs> you got to tell that joke just right. You got to do it really quick, like transistor. Because oh, if you do man. transistors, then you get into this whole gender thing. and yeah, Everybody yeah, ruins yeah. the jokes and right. pretty soon getting canceled. <laughs> Man. Big D wrote in and said, I hope everyone had a relaxing and refreshing weekend. As for me, I am in Phoenix uh, spending time with my in-laws and meeting many that the missus has told me about. Uh, but in the 13 years we have been together, I've never met until now. Oh, yeah. I love Phoenix. My current events aside, I would like to give a birthday shout out uh, to my longtime friend Jace in Salem, Oregon, currently listening and soon to become a new member of the Magan Army. Jace and I have known each other since second grade. Oh, that wow. is so cute. I wish you the best and a wonderful, fun-filled, happy 41st birthday. Happy birthday, now eat your cake. Happy, happy birthday, I will punch you in the face. All right, a couple dad jokes from Big D. I've got a great joke about construction, but I'm still working on it. Mm -hmm. Not bad. I had a neck brace fitted years ago, and I haven't looked back since. <laughs> you know, people say they pick their nose, but I feel like I was born with mine. And Big D added a note uh, while I was uh, away. Apparently, some is a rivalry started for dad mm -hmm. jokes between Big D and Rodney. Yes, yeah. Rodney was threatening to tell better dad jokes. Okay, so Big D said, Rodney better step up his game if he wants to compete with me. So far, there have been two unexplained absences in eight broadcast days, Oh, which is a 75% or C grade on consistency. Mm. Who's counting? <laughs> yeah. oh, Big D, apparently. That's I do great. have some uh, jokes from Rodney, although they were sent in last Friday after we did the joke segment. So he, he hasn't quite... Recognize the commitment it takes if you're going to do, the, do this daily. <laughs> My wife's been missing for a week, and the cops told me to prepare for the worst. So I went to Goodwill and got her stuff back. <laughs> <laughs> Last night at the airport, there was a woman completely passed out on the baggage carousel. She slowly came around. <laughs> uh, Joy wrote in and says, I was adopted, so I can tell the following jokes. Oh, boy. Oh, oh damn. Yes. Why don't orphans play hide-and-seek? Why? No one will look for them. <laughs> oh, God. See, no, you can't tell that joke because you were adopted. Someone would look for you. They were once an orphan. They were one of the lucky orphans. Oh. My ex was an orphan. That should have been the first sign to leave him. I mean, if his parents didn't want him, why would oh, I? No, 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 no. What's worse than being adopted? What? Finding out it was Rick Astley who gave you up. Aww. <laughs> Brian has a, a thinker, a question. It says, how can a funeral home raise prices and then blame it on the cost of living? <laughs> that is an excellent point, actually. <laughs> All right, these are from uh, Wendy. Hi, Wendy. I feel bad. For, oh, this Now, this one, at first you go, oh, but it is a funny joke. If you think about it, at least that's how I, re I experienced it. Oh, boy. <laughs> I feel bad for the homeless guy, but I really feel bad for the homeless guy's dog. Because he must be thinking, 
man, this is the longest walk ever. <laughs> and that, that's, come on, that's, that's okay. That's cute. <laughs> Sad. Once you get married, remember that when you have a discussion with your future wife, always get the last two words in, which are, yes, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter how many times a married man changes his job, he still ends up with the same boss. <laughs> The husband says to his wife, I bet you can't tell me something that will make me both happy and sad. At the same time, she thinks about for a minute and then says, your thingy is bigger than your brother's. And your dad's. And your grandpa's. Dirty girl. Wow. Nice family, too. Really, Rodney? Really? You email in as we're doing the jokes? That's so funny. Mm. Oh, my God. Hey, if you got jokes, email us rad at radradio.com. We're going to play Master of Movies right now. we got a pair of tickets to see Jerry Seinfeld at the Reno Event Center on Saturday, April 27th. We'll give you a hint and play a famous movie clip. You give us the title of the movie, and you win. Caller 18 guesses first, then 19, then 20. And if nobody knows the movie, <laughs> uh, droplets everywhere and no winner. We need a winner. 888-989-9811 for Master of Movies. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob and Dawn Show. New Year, same crap in the stupid store. Rad stuff, bad stuff, food stuff. Get yours now at radradio.com. We got this email, rad at radradio.com from a Wendy. Hi, Wendy. You're watching us on uh, Rad TV at members.radradio.com. We just did the Dogwoods Resort Canine Camp. Oh, the big little puppies. Go back and, and watch them uh, after the fact if you're a member at members.radradio.com. Uh, and uh, Dawn's uh, Labrador Hank was, uh, Don't me, baby. was featured. Uh, and Wendy said, oh, my gosh, I saw Hank, and I thought that he, w- he was making bread. It was yeah, flipping adorable. He was. Because of the way he's kneading. Like a cat, yes. You know. <laughs> Then she says, I saw some chickens and I thought, great, now I'm hungry for chicken. Yes, that's right. Chickens are part of the canine cam. There were goats, I believe, too. So any any animals you got, you can horizontally record at email us rad at radradio.com. For Master of Movies, we got a pair of tickets to see Jerry Seinfeld at the Reno Event Center on Saturday, April 27th. Caller 18. Hello, Dan. Hello. Hello. You will guess first. If you know the movie, you win. If not, we go to Diana. Good morning. Good morning. And Jeremy. You're caller 20. Hello. Yes, hello. I'm hello. sorry. Sorry, I wasn't speaking fast enough there. I apologize. Did you say caller 12, or am I hearing things? I meant to say 20. At this point, I don't have any idea what I, I I'm saying. I don't know either. Uh, we're, <laughs> we're looking for a 2007 comedy. Very proud of you, son, and a perfect report card. I'm going to give you I'm gonna give you uh, just a tip, Kyle, though we don't always have the same taste on, on, your, uh, on your hint list here. You said uh, the cast looks spectacular. I have to check this film out. Don't do it. Oh, seriously? M- miserable disappointment. Because believe me, I was so excited as well. 
Okay. Comedy from 2007. Very proud of you, son, and a perfect report card. I didn't mean to make it sound like your dog was dying. I mean, check it out. I, I mean, the cast is just pretty on par. Don't get your hopes up. That's all I'm saying. Uh, and that's just me. It was a giant flop. Dan, what's the movie? I'm just guessing The Incredibles. Okay. Okay. Uh, that did well because it is amazing. No, it's incredible. <laughs> Diana. Um, let me think. Um, how about uh, Spider-Man? A lot of flops with Spider-Man. Not really a comedy either. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jeremy. Honestly, I don't know. Has Spider-Man ever flopped? <laughs> Sorry, I have no idea. Okay, cool. Oh. You lose. Oh, man. You all ching ching pow pow. It's an animated movie. Jerry Seinfeld, Patrick Warburton, Renee Zellweger, Matthew Broderick, Chris Rock are all voices. Fresh yeah. out of college, Barry the Bee finds the prospect of working with honey uninspiring. He flies outside the hive for the first time, talks oh, to a human, breaking a cardinal this. rule of his species, and it learns. Was cute. That, you know it was not, but humans yeah. have been stealing and eating honey for centuries. Kyle, it's cute. And he realizes okay. that his true calling is to obtain justice for his kind by suing <laughs> humanity for theft. Right, yeah, so oh. this is why Rob didn't like it. I think it was like just a too little like I don't know, earthy and save the planet. Well, stuff. also it's not funny. I don't look. I don't watch movies for cute. It's not funny at all. Yeah, I was hoping it that was Chris cute. Rock and Jerry Seinfeld both being comedians and then Renee Zellinger being in there. I thought for sure there'd be some good laughs. This, but was, this was a cash grab. I, they they looked at the script and said, "Oh, this is terrible. What's okay, the deal with they, this?" Maybe they should put it under the category of cute, <laughs> not comedy. Then fine. <laughs> Uh, garbage. Harry, why don't you use the stairs? Your father paid good money for those. Sorry, I'm excited. Here's the graduate. We're very proud of you, son. And a perfect report card. All bees. Very He's proud. Huh? I got a thing uh, going here. Funny. You got some lint on your fuzz. Ow, that's me. Wave to us. We'll be in row 118,000. <laughs> Bye. Barry, I told you. Stop flying in the house. Yeah. Hysterical. Huh? Yeah, okay, yeah. Just, just listening back now, you can tell. Top oh, no. notch. No, no, you don't gotta. You can choose to. <laughs> is it is it gonna waste my time? Should I be doing yes. better things like best of segments? Well, I I, th I think twenty or thirty minutes in, you'll realize that yourself. But that's all. I don't know. Right. I mean, you have a soft side. It, it is cute. Uh, we have I another like. chance for you to win at uh, nine a.m. We were talking earlier about a lot of people just talking about football. Uh, we were talking about last night's Chiefs Bills game. Western New York was just covered in snow last week. In fact, you know, a week ago. A lot of the viral pictures were all the fans in the snow, in the stadium, uh, in the stands. In, in, in Buffalo, they're clearing out their own seats and sitting in snow. I felt so bad because there's this story of this massive murder that took place of this father killing his wife and three daughters. And it happened in Chicago. And as I'm looking at the pictures, all I can concentrate is like, dear God, how long did it take them to get to their house? Because I just see all this snow and it looks like ice on the streets. I'm like, wait a minute. This is like an awful they're story. Committed. <laughs> Yeah, no, the East Coast is getting battered uh, with a lot of snow. And so uh, the Buffalo Bills had to get, get the, the stadium ready for last night as best they could to clear out all of the, the snow. It took them four days, and it was not only the Bills staff, but they paid fans. Yeah, I love that. That's really cool. 20 so bucks an great. hour to come in and shovel snow from under the seats and in the aisles. And they fed them. Yeah. yeah. As they should. Well, yes. This is an employment employee uh, uh, contract. Did they here. get buffalo burgers? <laughs> and wings? Ooh, or wings. Yeah. The... the uh, the, the entertainment report is usually where we put in our trailer news, but it's there's so much of it today. Uh, our trailer update gets its own segment. Famous faces everywhere. Rich folks with big reputations. Going down the trailer park, I have myself a time. Famous faces everywhere. Rich folks with big reputations. Going down the trailer park, I have myself a time. 
waste up all the time. Apple gossip day or night, people shouting, back your trailer! Going down the trailer park so I don't get behind. So come on down to trailer park and meet your friends of mine. See, it's it's Travis, Kelsey, and Taylor's with Ugh. Travis and Taylor. Trail. Yeah. I didn't make it up. Social media did. Ugh. We'll go in a order here of events. A stalker was arrested trying to break into Taylor Swift's Manhattan apartment on Saturday morning. God, oh, oh. Lord. A shaggy-haired man referred to only as David by cops on the scene. So they didn't like come back and you know give us all the details. It's just there. Everybody's got a camera, especially if you're outside of Taylor Swift's apartment. There's always somebody with a camera or a phone. Uh, and uh, he was spotted first lingering around the Stars building. She lives in this high-ride Manhattan apartment. Uh, and then, uh, and, oh, and he was pictured. He was, the picture's all over. And by the way, he, he looks like a stalker. He is grade A number oh. one stalker. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, your disheveled look, no. your, 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 your beard, your unkempt, your, your hoodie. Oh, yeah. He you looks don't... like past Malone. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, my God. So at first. Yeah, look at this guy. They, uh, he's pictured peering into the lobby of, of uh, the, the, the apartment building. Where, I mean, again, remember, we're talking about Manhattan. High rise, we they call them apartments. We're talking about a luxury, think about the most luxurious high rise motel, or I mean, uh, I'm sorry, uh, like, like like a hotel that you've stayed at. He can't get in though, right? Well, he tried. He, he first he, he peered in and then he tried to get into the building. Uh, they're, they're all different there. You might have to have a code, you might have to be buzzed in, then there's security inside. But I'm going, I'm going, going. I want to see Taylor. Oh. Hey, Taylor, 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 Taylor. Uh. Uh, the NYPD uh, was, the, I, I don't know if they were called in, they were on hand. Maybe somebody said, hey, there's a suspicious guy, whatever. Uh, they were there to uh, take him into custody. He was technically taken into custody on an active warrant. For oh. failing to answer summons from 2017. Oh, yeah. That he cries. Was, he was already ready with his gloves. That wasn't for the cold. That was like, for, you know, his fingerprints and stranglings or whatever. Well, that's oh. quite a leap. Well, I watch the crime shows. Mm-hmm. So a guy that peers into a, a, <laughs> an apartment building and then tries to open the door. That's a strangler right there. Right, right. And gloves, right? No fingerprints. Which, by the way, there is no news. Con- this is what I love about the media today. There's no news connection between... He and Taylor Swift. It happened to be outside of Taylor Swift's building. Uh, but they didn't he's talking they, someone else. <laughs> maybe he's just trying to break in. Maybe he's trying to rob the place. The, the, somehow the media connects these two things. He didn't say anything that they've reported that he oh, was there this, to meet Taylor Swift. This has not been a long. I know sometimes these these stars will have lifelong stalkers right. that get caught, let go, caught, let go, that are known to be their stalker. That ain't this guy. Not yet. I mean, they haven't even given us his last name, David. That's all we know about him. Yeah. <laughs> no known connection between he and Taylor. I'm surprised they even gave him access to even get to her floor in a perfect world. He didn't. World. He didn't? So- no, he couldn't even get in the building. You can't oh, even I get thought in he was, buildings. like, outside of her door. He's outside oh. of the building. The gotcha. high, look at the high-rise. He's he peering in the lobby. open the door, oh. yeah. right? And the door un- to the building. Unlike maybe. a hotel, you can't yeah. get into these buildings. So he's trying to get, get in there. But right away, because Taylor Swift lives there. And uh, by the way, Taylor Swift lives there and no other famous people on the east side of Manhattan? Yeah. Eh, a little bit of fake news. <laughs> so far, could turn out that, yes, maybe he's a known stalker, and they just, I don't know, left that out. Uh, all right, so yesterday the Chiefs uh, played uh, the Bills, and of course Taylor Swift, uh, Travis Kelsey's uh, girlfriend, uh, Travis Kelsey plays for the Chiefs, was on hand. Now, there are a few different ways you can handle these things, and the Bills decided to to take the high road and kind of embrace the Taylor Swift thing. Now, the Bills and the Chiefs 
They are rivals, especially most recently with uh, Patrick Mahomes on the Chiefs and Josh Allen, the quarterback for the Bills. And so the Buffalo Bills decided to change up their menu for the game and offer a few Taylor Swift-inspired menu items (laughs) that were also themed around the fact that the two teams are are rivals. That's great. And and so they didn't make them like, you know— anti-Taylor Swift. They just said, hey, we're, you know, we're going to honor Taylor Swift, whatever. So you could choose between Bad Blood Waffle Fries. That's a double entendre play on words. That's one of her songs. Plus there's Bad Blood between the Chiefs and the Bills, okay? Uh, It's a two-foot display of spiced waffle fries. This is the kind of thing you order usually at their their restaurants or their stand-ups outside the the concourses, things like that. Oh, and waffle fries are Mm. just so good. So, yeah, you got two feet of them. It's meant to be shared, but who knows in this country. Uh, (laughs) And then, bad blood, right, the rivalry. Half of it is topped with buffalo chicken and blue cheese. Oh, that sounds good. The other half. Kansas City Cattlemen's barbecued pork, coleslaw, and bread and butter pickles. Damn well, right. I mean, you yeah. win oh, on oh. both sides. Right. There you go. I mean, dear God. Jesus. What the hell? The other one, just, so that one, like that one, okay, not only the food's good, but it makes sense, right? It's one of her songs. There's bad blood. Right. Oh, sounds like a bloody mess, though, but delicious. No, worth time. it. Yeah, worth it. By the way, uh, you eat that with a fork or your hands? Your hands. Oh, yeah, you go with your digits. I mean, I'm probably going to be doing both. At some point, I'm going to need a fork. Yeah, I mean, you're at a football game. It's Buffalo. It's cold. It's snowy. You got to warm your hands up somehow. You got to lick them and keep them in your mouth and get them warm afterwards. Wait, are you eating that as you're sitting there? It's not designed yeah. for that. I don't think, <laughs> like, I don't think the, you could take it to the, 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 the seat. If you haven't been to a game in a long time, it's a lot different than it used to be. It, there, there, are, there are not only restaurants throughout the stadium, but there are, there are sit-down areas where you can still see the game. Yeah. And, and a lot of people go early. And think that, that's what it's designed to be. I'm sure, I, I don't know that they would stop you from sitting there. I'm sure knowing football fans, I, I could see that. It'd be going to get cold too fast. <laughs> the minute you walked out. Yeah. It'd be cold. <laughs> See, I'm usually an anti-fork guy. Like, I, I, there are very few things that I want to use. This one, for some reason, I'm thinking fork because it's so messy. Yeah, yeah. And saucy. Like, like, I, like the barbecue side. I've just learned over millions of years, not millions, you know, whatever, I'm exaggerating, to eat barbecue with my hands. But even on that side, at some point, you're gonna need that fork. Yeah, no, barbecue almost know? overwhelmingly. But when you start sitting it on on on, on waffle fries, yeah. I don't, I, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe compromise and do both. When you first get it. You take the fries that don't have so much of the toppings on there, and you scoop them kind of like a chip. Ooh, and yeah, then once yeah, it gets yeah. soggy and down to the bottom where mm. everything's coated in sauce, that's when you whip out your fork. That's what yeah. I do with my chili fries. Oh, and I'm, yeah, I'm, perfect. I'm, <laughs> when it comes to things like that, I'm such a fan of the soggy. I love it when you get down to the soggy. Uh, yeah, but the good. only thing that makes mm. the soggy good for me is what Kyle said, especially like with nachos. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay, now we're going to eat it all together like a meal. And it's more, I more look at it as now it's become a corn tortilla. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That I'm eating with all the fixes. Uh, the other one, I just just doesn't land for me, especially compared to that. The uh, the other item on the Bills menu for uh, Taylor Swift inspired items was the Karma Quesadilla. Okay, that's one of her songs. Oh, okay. I, I, karma, what? It's Karma that the Bills are going to win, which they didn't. I don't know what that. Uh, then it's chicken tenders, bacon, and cilantro ranch in a three stacked quesadilla, topped with a pork belly chaser. Oh, I mean, I mean that sounds really good, but what? I don't get what, the connection. What, what represents who? I, I don't know. That 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 was the thing I didn't get. It, I, I, didn't, I think they just use the name of the song just to put together this amazing looking <laughs> quesadilla. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the pork belly's on top. It should be inside. Oh, so uh, the team they took the high road. They, okay, we're gonna put together a Taylor Swift uh, inspired uh, menu. A couple items, anyways. The fans, not so much. Oh. 
Taylor Swift was met with sour booing crowds as she made her way to support Travis Kelsey. Oh, no. She was seen entering the Bills stadium wearing a red beanie amid the wintry weather. Oh, how cute. But instead of cheers, she was greeted by boos. <laughs> Boo! Whore! Boo! Oh, okay, no, the whore's not funny. Boozy! <laughs> Your boyfriend boo. sucks. The booing, that's kind of funny. Is it funny. 1950? You floozy? I mean, I hope she took it as funny, too. Like, okay, yeah. Because, you know, her guy plays with the opposite team. I don't care how she took it. You know. There is, there is at no point in the story that I thought, God, I wonder how Taylor received this. Well, that, I mean, we're different, right? Like we think a different. I mean, <laughs> if you don't want to be booed, don't be famous and show up supporting the opposing but, team and, in and their I house. And I hope she gets joy out of it and laughs. Oh, right? I don't think she gets and joy. And not one of those people that just yeah. takes it too personal. Taylor Swift and, is one of those uh, fake joy people. She is joyless. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I've got this I've got this chick nailed. I know it. Yeah, she's going to take it too personally, and she's going to write a song about it and make Bingo. millions of dollars. <laughs> Bingo. Bingo. <laughs> Uh, as this so, so this is all playing out on TV. If you were watching, you you could see. Boo! <laughs> Hate you. Boo! Oh no! <laughs> so people, of course, on social media started blowing up as well. One person wrote online the vitriolic shower of boos when Taylor Swift was shown on the screen for the first time truly filled my heart. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's, I'm telling you, sports fans, we're nuts. Another person who was watching the game at a bar. Went online to wrote to write the whole bar booed once they showed Taylor Swift. Yeah, you're in a bar in Buffalo. They showed Taylor Boo! Another round. Boo! What's wrong with us? And a third A third did the you know the the the, the NFL fan fatigue thing. Went online, just went on a rant. Taylor isn't on the field, she isn't playing. Why are they showing her every time he catches the ball? I'm so tired of this, she has nothing to do with the game. Oh my God! Drink your beer and nachos. Just don't worry about it. I mean, God. You're, you're you're watching the game. Okay, I get it. I get it. You're annoyed that 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 they're showing her. So you're gonna take time out from enjoying your game to go online in real time and post this. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> uh, now I will I will admit this moment initially did get from me last night an audible. Oh, for God's sakes! I believe that's exactly what I said. After scoring a touchdown during the second quarter of the game last night, Travis Kelsey, the tight end, formed a heart with his hands in the direction of his girlfriend Taylor Swift's suite. Damn. So, and again, my initial reaction without thinking was, oh, for God's sake. And I, I do find him a little foo-foo-y. I, 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 I have gone from really liking Travis Kelsey to really disliking him. I, I really want the Chiefs to get to the Super Bowl, play the Niners, and have the Niners just beat him up <laughs> and, and just have him have a horrible I, game. I, I dislike those Ugh. things because, to me, Ugh. they're not manly. Right. And and I'm terrible. I'm from a terrible time and I like a toxic male. So to me, like a man, man would would not do that. But I, I still do like him when he's with his brother and they do their podcast and they're talking. He is he is a likable guy. He's definitely not the man of that brotherhood. No, but um, yeah, he, he's he's a fun guy. He seems like it anyway. Now, my problem, though, is that, again, I just I just gave the oh, for God's sakes, didn't think about it, and went on my way. Well, of course, you know, the internet blew up. Social media, what was it? Didn't somebody write? Oh, yes. Uh, uh, many people went online. Uh, one of them on uh, Twitter X said, uh, OMG, I'm crying. Like, you know, the Swifties all, okay. all over how sweet uh, it, it is. But it isn't sweet. Well, here's, here's the thing. Again... Like the, the the stalker who has no known connection right now to Taylor Swift, it may turn out to be untrue. 
we don't know who exactly he was doing the heart to. His entire family was in the suite. How, yeah. how do we know that that wasn't just a message to, I love you all, I love my family, I love it. I still okay. think it's a little fruity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we don't know what he was doing. Do you know what I would find super sweet? If it was some kid there that he helped sponsor because it's like a make-a-wish type of situation and he's doing that heart to the kid and told the kid that he would do that. Well, we know it that wasn't is, that. I know. I'm just saying. For me, that I would be saying, nah. oh, my gosh, how sweet and adorable. No, we don't need any hearts. No. <laughs> You're still no with that. Yes. And I, I'm I'm losing more and more friends oh because more and more male friends are doing the little heart emoji thing on, on a text that I'll send out because they love what I said. You know, the, what you, the, the quick, yeah, yeah, the quick yeah. response. I'm like, no. But don't you find don't that heart different? Me. But don't you find that a little, are they the same as you? To me, that seems, I, I don't know where I fall on that. But What I do you mean, mean, are they the same as me? What do you mean? Okay, yeah, I don't know where I fall on the, uh, I guess it doesn't do as much to me as him doing the heart emoji. It should. Like, that is more. Men should stay away from this heart crap. But the heart, um, the signal with his hand like that, that's way more egregious than mm-hmm. a heart on a personal text. Only, that's it. That Only because he's doing it in front of millions. That's the only thing. It's embarrassing all of mankind. <laughs> but it's all bad. Hold on. So when he did the heart shape with his hands, they didn't show over to Tw- Taylor Swift in, no. the, in the stands doing it back? No, thank God. Oh, I thought that's how that game worked. You're supposed to do it, and then your lover's supposed to do it back to you. Well, I, I, I don't know about any of that. I, I was there to watch a football game, so I'm glad they didn't show it. Well, if a football it was. player should never do that. He should have been tackled. Someone should well, have tackled him. That'll get you a 15-yard penalty and maybe even uh, kicked out of the game, especially since the game's not even happening at that time. That uh, uh, That is... Unacceptable as I find it, I wouldn't go to physical violence. <laughs> the game's already violent. Ugh. Yeah, so let's, but you know what? Using that logic, let's just give them guns or swords. I mean, the game's already oh, violent. Hey, I'm... you know what? This weekend for the NFC Championship game, we will equip the uh, Lions with those mace things, right? You got the, you know, the spiky metal balls and and uh, the Niners, they'll all get samurai swords because, you know, it's already violent. Oh, that sounds That amazing. sounds great. Or, or, or I tell you what, we can, we can ladder it. All right, the game's already violent. So in the first quarter, uh, both teams get pepper spray. And then in the second quarter, you, you up the ante. And you just start getting more and more violent until the fourth quarter. When, when Well, the second quarter, we're throwing Chinese throwing stars at each other. And then we'll go to, like, uh, numchucks. And then we'll, then we'll just go right to guns. I hope somebody from the XFL is listening. Maybe their ratings will go up if they yeah. adopt this uh, this type of logic. Because it, it, I mean, it's football, so it's still it's still violent. It's oh, not the NFL, man. but, you know, it is, as Lon said. That's great. <laughs> uh, Kimberly just wrote in and said, uh, OMG, I just lost all respect for him. Are you serious right now? I agree with Dawn. That is not manly, and I just want to puke. And and the thing is that there's different levels of non-manliness to this story. He shouldn't be doing the heart thing at all. I, I do agree. If he's doing it to the whole box and his family and he's having one of those metrosexual moments, well, it's Bond Brand. That's who he is. He, he's, he's, he's very, he's just, a, he's that kind of man. If he's just doing it to Taylor Swift, it's just, it's even more pitiful. It's, I, it's I, I don't, I don't like either. I, well, I didn't say I liked either. I yeah. said it was on tears. I already Ugh. said no hearts. You don't see. Ugh. You're you're just flippy floppy. I'm no hearts anywhere. <laughs> not on texts. Not on your hands. Not on the football side. You don't give me a shirt with a heart on it. that Says Christina inside. Yeah, you're way more hardcore on this. God, so ridiculous. Where do you stand on heart transplants? <laughs> Fine, as long as you don't wear a shirt advertising it as a man. Got it. <sighs> 
Kelsey. As we alluded to, it was Jason Kelsey, his brother, who is, uh, as far as we know, retiring from the uh, Philadelphia Eagles with a Hall of Fame career as a center. I love him so Who much. stole the limelight from Taylor Swift as he celebrated his brother Travis's win with shirtless beer chugging at Highmark Stadium yeah. yesterday. It started before the game when he showed up at a Bills tailgate party. I mean, how fabulous is that? And started oh downing God. drinks in front of the fans in the parking lot. I mean, that, that oh, scene, that's now, awesome. That is, that that is it, him. It starts... As a cool moment. And it's not just him. It is him. But it's football. It's the understanding of we're all we're all fans. I mean, it, Jason Kelsey oh played God. for the Eagles. His it. his brother plays for the team they're about to play. And yet the fans are all standing around drinking oh. beers with them and having fun just in the parking lot. He's such a dude. He's a dude's dude. Uh, then he, uh, after uh. partying with fans in the uh, parking lot, he got into the <laughs> VIP suite with uh, Taylor Swift, took off his shirt, oh, and continued man. downing beers. Yeah, oh, look at that. Him. She is just so proud. Yep, that's my boy. He was soon uh, shirtless and storming through the window uh, of the luxury VIP suite, pounding his chest and screaming at the top <laughs> of the lungs after Travis has scored a 22-yard touchdown. He literally he jumps out of the suite. That's a man. Into the, into the fans. That is fabulous. It's a, it's a big, hairy man. Oh, man. Looks like he's half bear. I love him. Uh, no, he played for the Eagles. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Bill, don't ruin the joke. <laughs> Bill's fans were left stunned when he jumped down into their section. Bud Light in hand. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Oh. We've got controversy. Uh-oh. What? He's drinking oh, Bud Light. Oh, right. Okay. Uh-huh. About that. Okay. <laughs> He's the new spokesperson. <laughs> Don't tell Kid Rock. Woo. Oh, man. I, gotta, I didn't even realize that part of the story. I got to check social media for that. It hmm. doesn't look like a blue can, though. Yeah, and no, I'm, I'm just going off the reporting here, so I can't, mm. I can't confer. But you know, come on. If Isn't it is that a over, light. though, is that is it not over? I don't know. I honestly, ask, I try ask, to stay away from all of this stuff. Ask Bud Light sales department if oh, it's over. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, Bud Light. No, oh, yeah, yeah, carry those people, huh? I'm not. I don't mean like over. Like I, I'm not telling people how they should believe or how they should think or what they're mad about. I just thought how something will come, we'll get mad, and then it like settles well, down and bop, that, bop. That's what excites me about this from <laughs> a professional standpoint. Yeah. If it is in fact a Bud Light. This could rejuvenate the story. Oh, well. And you know I love chaos. <laughs> yeah. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Nothing says I hate myself more than waking up and watching this show. So get Rad TV now by heading to members.radradio.com. Got a few emails, R-A-D at radradio.com. First one is from John. Hi, John. Talking about Travis Kelsey after he scored a touchdown last night. He looked up at the luxury suite and he made the heart with his hands thing. Now, of course, everybody believes it was directed only at Taylor Swift. Maybe it was. His whole family, though, was in that suite. Uh, but either way, I, I'm, I'm a, as a toxic male, I'm anti-heart. No men should be using hearts. Don't send me a heart emoji. Don't heart a message that I send you. Yes, yes, I know all of my friends. You're going to send me endless hearts today. You know what I think you are. I just can't say it on the radio. Oh, my God. Uh, John says, what about the old tourist t- T-shirts that said, I heart New York? Yeah, those are for kids and women. No, right. no man should be walking around oh with an God. I heart New York T-shirt on. As... Uh, 
As we were talking about the oh, this is unfortunate. All right, we have to do a quick toxic male off ramp here. We've talked about this before. There are very few names of men where you can pull off keeping the E in the end. And we got this email from Robbie. No, unless you're an eight year old boy and you shouldn't be listening to the show, you shouldn't be going by Robbie. Uh, oh. Danny, I'm I'm okay with. Yeah, for some reason, Danny sounds better. But Robbie than no. Robbie. And we've we've gone through the list before. It's just, yeah. Robbie just sounds like. I mean. It, Whatever, if that's what you've decided as an adult man. It's just when I hear Robbie, I do think of, like, it's a little kid. Whereas Danny, it could be a man. Right, and that's the thing. It's like, yeah, of, of course you can do whatever you want with your name. Just yeah. know there's a whole bunch of us, and maybe you don't care, laughing at you oh. and making fun of you, <laughs> mocking you sometimes on the radio. Oh, boy. Uh, but the, the whole uh, Taylor Swift uh, and, and and I guess, well, hold on, let me let me actually jump before we get to little Robbie's email. Uh, let me jump over here to... Uh, I don't know how to pronounce that name. Uh, says, I'm not a Swifty. I do know from some things I've seen that Taylor Swift had an exi- existing hand heart thing with her fans. Yeah, okay. I know that Taylor is known for her hand heart thing. And I know that's that's why they're, but there are other people and there are other things that are known he's for He's a it. man. He shouldn't be right. doing it. And again, whether he's doing it to her or to the family, it just, I got, I like, when I saw it, I went, oh, for God's sakes. And I get it. It's my problem. I mean, if a father does it with his little girl, whatever, that's cute. That's sweet. Still wrong. You're, you're, you're sending a terrible no, example as, no. for masculinity. No, because in that. even a toxic male can sit down and do the tea party and paint the nails and let his little daughter paint his nails. Totally different. Totally different. <laughs> Would it be different? Say Travis Kelsey didn't just do the heart hand gesture. Maybe he did a pullback of the bow and arrow, like shooting Cupid's arrow to, to Taylor. Would that have been any more manlier or made a difference? Uh, no. Was no. there indeed a bow and arrow? No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but see, the bow makes it manly because it's hunting and doing manly things. No, you shoot Cupid's in, arrow to your love. If but he's it, indeed in camel out hunting and has the bow and arrow, now we're talking. That's the difference. Kyle, you're, you're referring to an imaginary bow and yeah. arrow you can't imagine th- like you can't be a man and, and do imaginary bows and arrows it has to be an actual compound bow with a real arrow where your intention is you're using that fake bow and arrow to send the heart yes no. exactly no no all right. I, I would say I can't believe we're having this conversation, but I can. It's so nauseating to me. Oh. So uh, while that, while we were discussing that, because Dawn's also a fan of toxic masculinity. Sorry. Uh, she suggested that uh, even though the play was over, there was uh, no football at the time because Travis had just scored that somebody should have tackled him, to which I pointed out, well, that's violent. That'll, get, that'll at least get you a, a penalty oh. and thrown out of the game. And, and, of course, she said, well, the game's already violent. So well, violent. Given that, then let's up the ante. I, we, I mean, if, if the premise is the game's already violent, so you can just tackle whenever, well, then why don't we add in various weapons and things like that? And I started throwing out various ideas. And little Robbie uh, came, wrote in with an idea, said, why don't we just give everybody on the field jousting sticks and let them run at each other? Why not? I mean, it's already violent. Just run out and poke them right in the groin. Very medieval. Yeah, what maybe about? maybe do these games instead of that Hawaii Bowl you do after the season. The Pro Bowl? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's even in Hawaii anymore? <laughs> well, it's not even violent anymore. The Pro Bowl now is flag football and all oh. the events and things like that. Oh, wowzer. Okay. Nobody, nobody likes the Pro Bowl. Nobody wants to play in it. It's stupid. Uh, Cherie wrote in and said, Robbie is a bitch girly name. It's short for oh. Robin. We call our girlfriend Robbie. Okay. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> Uh, Phil wrote in back to Dawn's point. Ma, me and my daughter throw the half hearts up to each other all the time. She's Aww. seven. Does that make it yeah. okay? Of course. In my private, God. in private, it's fine. And God. at some point, at some point, you know, I don't know with, with girls, but it's the same as boys. Boys reach the age of reason at eight. You got to sit down with her and you got to say, "No, honey, you understand. This, this is not, this is not how men behave. I do it because I'm your daddy." 
but no man should ever be doing the heart thing, and certainly not in public. Well, I think like if she's 12, <laughs> that'd be odd. Right, because she's not a little girl anymore, as and she long, probably wouldn't want it. She'd be like, "Oh my God, you're embarrassing me." As ah. long as we're teaching them, all right. I mean, ooh, ooh, but that's why you do it. If something embarrasses them, then you do it. If her reason, Dad, I'm not seven anymore. Don't do the heart thing to me. Oh, it's embarrassing you. Oh, here we go. Sure, that's, that's your basketball game. I mean, that's uh, that's different motivation. I mean, yeah. in that in that case, is the dad you show up with a giant heart balloon mm-hmm. with oh. her name on it? Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's totally different because now now because now that's manly. You're you're you're, you're yeah. vengefully embarrassing them. That's what that's what men, the real men, those that are left, do. Oh man, I know the line's got to be somewhere where it could then be like hurtful to them, but it is fun to embarrass teenagers. Hey, they got. Oh they, man, look, we all have to experience pain to get stronger. So you gotta you gotta do it on some level. And and your stupid attempt, your stupid attempt at an analogy with the tea party and the pain of the nails. No, because real men do that throughout their lives to support the woman in their life. Yeah. You no, don't go around with the heart emoji, ever. Yeah, it wasn't really an attempt at anything. I just wanted to see where your line was, and I'm happy to hear that you do think that that is part of being a dad. Why don't you just ask me, what, uh, is it okay to serve them tomatoes? It's a non sequitur. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you don't need dad doing the heart. heart you honey. <sighs> It's really more egregious that he is indeed doing that to his girlfriend. Even though I still stand with, even if it was to his whole family. That's just odd. I did, no, I did You're not. You're like this uh, burly football player. I did not notice this. And and maybe it's because I was too busy at the time after uh, Travis uh, Kelsey made the heart uh, thing. on, a, on a, The hand heart is how we call it. And I was going, oh, for God's sakes. I probably looked away for a minute. But Alec wrote in and said, are we glossing over the fact that he blew a kiss and then made <gasps> oh, the heart shape? No, oh. he did. Oh. Hmm. Oh, I don't, I don't like that. That makes it worse. What if it was just the, okay, what if it was just the kiss blow and no heart thing? And no. it still bothers me. No. Oh, I did a kiss blow the other day. <laughs> No, the lady no. put me off on on the freeway, and we came up to the light <laughs> okay, off the exit. That's and I blew her funny. Kiss. Again, that's back to good right. old manly vengefulness. I, 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 no, no, no. Yeah, I got a real problem with all this. Kid, no, I really do. I, I'm so sorry <laughs> if I'm out on an island, girls. I just know, I don't want my husband blowing me an air kit like what, and then like that. So, no. Yes. Uh, uh, so, okay, all of this came up because we were talking about Jason Kelsey, the brother who uh, played for the uh, Eagles for 13 years as the center, and he was there yesterday at the game and uh, eventually wound up shirtless. And, and in the first of all, he was out with the Buffalo Bills fans uh, before the game, tailgating <laughs> with them. Then he winds up in the luxury box, and after Travis scored, I don't know if it was the same touchdown we're talking about, uh, he winds up uh, jumping out of the box, and he's with the fans. Uh, and Guzzle, and again, everybody's taking good humor. You know, the fans are all Bills fans, they're all booing oh, him. He man. finds the few random Chiefs fans, and he high fives them. But, but they're yeah, they're all in good humor. And, uh, oh. and so, and so as we were going through the story, I read the line that uh, Jason suddenly jumped down into their section, Bud Light in hand, to resume his. And I went, uh oh, Bud Light. Hmm, where's the connection here? Well, it did not take me long uh, during the last commercial break to immediately Google up. Uh, various uh, things that, uh, that that are being talked about with Jason Kelsey, uh, vis-a-vis Bud Light and other things. First of all, uh, Jason's stunt. Stunt. They yeah. call it a stunt. When oh. you're when you're when you're a uh, apparently when you're a a grown human man with nothing else to do uh, and uh, you're you're drinking Bud Light and you jump out of your your VIP suite and hang out with the fans, it's a stunt. 
Uh, it's also it, like he appears to me the typical dude's dude footballer, and I would expect him uh, to act like this. Not going well with a lot of people, not only Taylor Swift fans, but even some NFL fans. Some of the NFL blogs I found, a lot of people are pointing out he was just trying to outshine Taylor Swift. Oh, what? Whatever. What? Good give two blankety blanks about that are you serious well i don't know jason kelsey so i can't speak uh, to it like that i don't know if he could give two blankety blanks about absurd. that absurd well what's absurd is that we're even positing it that we're even discussing it <laughs> fair the, enough it can't just be some guy uh, who happens to be the brother of uh, uh, one of the greatest tight ends in the game who's just and he's overly yeah. excited his season's over he's excited for his brother and he can let yeah. loose and be an idiot he's going to the hall of fame he's having a good time <laughs> yeah. hard, hard to imagine that he actually spent some time plotting out how he was going to take the limelight away from, from Taylor Swift yesterday, but I suppose it's possible since everything <laughs> is. Now, we have confirmed uh, Jason Kelsey at the game was drinking both Labatt's Blue and Bud Light. So he was caught on camera multiple times, so he was drinking uh, both of those. It, it, also, I found I did, I did not remember this. It came and went over the course of like two weeks. Apparently around the 4th of July, Travis Kelsey, the tight end for the Chiefs, uh, last year, he did a, a commercial for Bud Light. This was right in the heart of the Dylan Mulvaney controversy. Mm. A bunch of dudes sitting around uh, just to try to start to try to rebuild. So there is a Bud Light oh, connection to, rebuild the uh, to, the, to the Kelsey family. So maybe that's why the the controversy, let's cancel the Kelsey thing, didn't immediately begin. It's like, oh, well, you know. They're already in. They're already pro Bud Lighters. I remember Travis Kelsey is already a, a lib turd to so many because he's doing commercials for the for the for the Pfizer. the COVID vaccine. Trump got a vaccine. I can't follow along with this garbage. This is infuriating. Trump not only got a vaccine, he warp speeded the creation of the vaccine. I mean, I, he, he, I have family members that worship. Donald Trump and are extremely conservative, and they got the vaccine. Are, I, so, am I to guess now they're no longer conservative? I can't play. I, I can't play your reindeer games, you political people. You, you, you mentioned earlier whether or not the Bud Light thing was still a thing. I can't believe the vaccine is still a thing. Get it if you want. Don't. Why are you getting so mad at Whatever. people who do? And don't assign a political affiliation to them if they do or don't. The only issue I had in that clip with him drinking the Bud Light was where I saw him pass what looked like another Bud Light to a fan. And that fan, I don't think, got ID'd and carded. And they may have possibly not been 21. Oh, well. And you had, a, you, had, you had a problem with that. Well, yeah, I was just like, well, can you get in trouble for that? I don't know. Oh, well, that was on national TV. Right. Oh. Oh, yeah. The former bartender's coming out. Man. So uh, we're going to go. That wouldn't be okay, but that just takes the fun out. We're going to go track down Jason Kelsey. First, we got to face ID the fan. Yes. Track, scan him. Track him down. Show up at his door. This isn't intimidating at all. Excuse me, sir. Uh, Buffalo Police Department. Do you have ID? Because they have nothing better than We have you yeah. caught on camera receiving a <laughs> beer from Jason Kelsey. Let's let them trek through the do, snow for this call. I mean, do it, but, you know, <laughs> lack of evidence, do we have anything on camera of him actually drinking it? Oh. If he didn't uh. consume it, it's not a crime. But but let's say let's say we do, and he's 20. So now now we're going to fly to Philadelphia or whatever. I don't know where Jason Kelsey lives. Uh, and, uh, and and so we're going to have to implore. Do you know where he lives? Philadelphia. Oh, okay. So yeah. now we're going to have to implore the Philadelphia the police department. <laughs> there you go. Excuse me, Mr. Kelsey. Uh, <laughs> Do you know that you contributed to the delinquency of a minor while uh, partying? That's a, a citation that we're going to write for you right now. <laughs> Failure to appear, $250 fine. That bothered you, huh, Kyle? 
I just oh noticed it, yeah, and I was like, I don't know if he's allowed to do that. Yeah, yeah I think, I think that I think, is the former bartender. Oh, yeah. Brandon nailed that <laughs> I one. I love that. <laughs> Uh, so, as I said, it was very easy to start Googling and doing a Google News search and find the various places and people where things are blowing up over Jason Kelsey. So, again, the, the NFL is the biggest thing in the country, short of porn. And right now it's bigger than ever. And then you add in Taylor Swift and the Swifties that she brings in. They're all eyeballs are on this stuff. So even people that weren't watching or weren't paying attention, they're seeing these videos. And the video that has gone viral of Jason Kelsey is hysterical. I guess to some it's infuriating, but it's hysterical. It's eye popping. There's it's a so big, funny. big shirtless bear <laughs> yes. jumping out of the VIP area and partying with Van chugging. Oh glug, my glug, god! And I just I want to see the photos of his wife because I could just see her face like, ah, here we go again. Yeah. Like I do not think this is his first time. <laughs> you know? oh, season's over. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> And if he really is retiring, oh, he's really going to let himself go now. <laughs> All right. So here's a few headlines I found. I, 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 I look, look, I, I refuse to go down the toxicity of social media. Mm. You can already know what it says. Here's one. Fans call out Jason Kelsey for drinking beer in viral video during Chiefs game, calling it a disgusting endorsement of alcoholism. What? Whatever. This is what happens. Do they think no one's drinking beer at football games? Hmm. Only, uh, well, only alcoholics. What? I, I can't keep up with this stuff. I mean, so we have reported, and I don't know that they knew this when they overreacted. I'm sure they didn't. We have reported that he drank beer before the game at the tailgate mm -hmm. party. Right. And then he drank more beer. In the, but that doesn't so mean he's an alcoholic. alcoholic. Well, it's an endorsement of alcoholism. What? Oh, my. Uh, and then the next one, the one that made me go uh, uh, all ADD squirrel on you. Travis Kelsey gets grilled by fans for drinking Bud Light. What a bitch-ass Democrat. Oh, my God. Got him. Uh, what? Good one. Oh, my Lord. Uh, Kid right. Rock started serving Bud Light again in his bar, right? <gasps> like, that was the last was, report I heard. He was, and he originally was very upset and was shooting it up, and that's fine. He can do all that. Not shooting like, it up like heroin. Oh, I'm sorry. Shooting cans of Bud Light. and. Yeah. This is an exhausting game to play if you're prone to play it. I really don't know why you people do this to yourselves. Well, gr grudges oh, are strong, yeah. and they're very distractionary, and they take you away from your problems. If you can be mad at Jason Kelsey or Bud Light or whatever, you don't really have to usually deal with your problems. I mean, that's, I mean it's really not much deeper than that. You don't have to be Freud to figure I, out I this. get mad over abused puppies. Right. Well, and, and even that I can't stay uh, mad at because then you're no. living in toxicity. Well, and so. the, only, the other thing you're doing is... How does that help the abused puppy? Right. Uh, all right. A bunch of emails are coming in. I have not read these ahead of time, so let's see how this works out. R-E-D at radradio.com. Tanya says, I don't think Travis was blowing kisses and doing heart hands to Taylor. Both he and Mahomes were smiling, waving, and blowing kisses to the Bills crowd after the game. Oh. That changes oh, a little that, bit. That yeah. does change it a Taunt. little bit. Now it's more the vindictive. Taunting. Yeah. yeah. It's taunting. Okay. okay, but. All right, all right. I can get on board. Hold on. Hold on. Look, I watched the game, people. So after the game, the, the Chiefs win on the road, and maybe the fans are still there are booing them okay, and they're blowing kisses and hearts. <laughs> there is great. no question that. Travis Kelsey scored the touchdown and then looked right at the box where his family and Taylor Swift were. It wasn't some random... If you're going to do it to the whole fans, you would do it around the whole stadium. You wouldn't do it right at your girlfriend. Okay, well, I give you a thumbs down for that right there after the touchdown. A thumbs up for after the game taunting. Doesn't make up for the other one, though. No. <laughs>
Mario says, the way that Brandon laughed at Kyle when he said that he blew a kiss the other day in my mind, I was thinking Brandon was calling a bitch. Oh, no. Then he said it was another driver, okay? And I was like, that's real good. I do the same thing. <laughs> but I don't just blow a kiss. I make my eyes cross, and I open my mouth with a goofy look. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that's smart when you drive. Yeah. That is, that is a... That is, I mean that if you have to respond to road rage, that is one way oh. to do it is to not is to try to. The problem is nothing's safe anymore. I wouldn't do it these days. No. Well, and trust me, I had. I hate to say it, when I was an anger ball, I had fun doing road rage, but it was stupid and I shouldn't have done it. I sure as heck would not do it now. Hell to the no! If someone upsets me, I just take a deep breath, whatever, whatever, stay focused, just to keep driving. It was in my mind, but I, I did judge and profile the driver. She was in a black slug bug, and she had little hippie flower stickers on. I was like, she's not going to do that anything. It doesn't matter. Or blow kisses. There are crazy hippies out there that are armed. See, there we go, categorizing people. A hippie must not have a gun. Um, have you seen them, well, you know, in the Bolt, whatever county that is, where they're, you know, doing all the... their uh, Great story so love. far. Have but, you seen murder, them in murder, that murder. county? Thank you. Where they're growing all the pot, mm -hmm. whatnot, but, but they're all cases. armed, man. The green triangle. <laughs> yeah, no matter how hippy dippy they are. Well, uh, a, you got to protect your your crops, and and b, just because they're armed doesn't mean they know how to use them. I'm just making the point to Kyle that she could have come from doing, you know, helping working that day. Uh, on <laughs> the. <armed>. Uh, <laughs> so I'm sure this is helping to the people that are angry at Jason Kelsey for encouraging alcoholism by explaining by behaving the way he did yesterday there's also a video that's gone viral that greg just alerted me to of jason kelsey during the tailgate party remember his party with the bills fans he takes a shot out of a bowling ball that's oh, oh that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> right on do you, do you do all three holes or just one? Oh my god i haven't seen the video yet yeah, it's not a hollow ball oh. so it's just out of the Man. finger holes right? yeah yeah that but do you just do one finger hole right. or do you do right. three finger yeah, holes it's just like all uh, and you gotta do them all at once <laughs> mm -hmm. although here now chuck says i'm pretty sure I, I look guys come on kids just because of what they did after the game doesn't change what happened in the game chuck says i'm pretty sure the air kiss was directed to the bills fans if i remember correctly you didn't do that towards the booth okay well the air kiss i didn't see I didn't see that. Oh. So you may be right, Chuck. I'm sorry. I retract my mocking of you until I go back and, and see it again. Because the report is, I, I was watching the game. I didn't see the air kiss. I did see the heart, which was directed right at Taylor Swift and, and, and his family's box. But if the uh, the air kiss was directed to the fans, okay. I'm not convinced, though, until I see it again. Uh, Matt wrote in and said, just as bad as the Bills fans being mad at Taylor were the fans of Taylor who were so offended that poor little Taylor was booed as she walked into the stadium. Ugh. Yeah. Of course. Oh, yes. The Swifties blew up over that, of course. Oh, poor things. I think Taylor would know walking into that. Like, when I mean, she's gone to so many games already, she probably knows she's going to get booed at anything that's not a Kansas City home game. Of course. And if she doesn't, she's an idiot. And her fans are idiots, too. Those, well, those that are reacting. I mean, it's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Come on. It's sports. Oh, Just take God. it to, to that. It's sports. Ugh. Uh, did you see this from Matt? Did you see the fans right in front of Taylor's suite? It seemed like several of them were just there to record Taylor and the family. All were facing the suite with cameras on. Of course. <laughs> That's uncomfortable. Of course. Well, you know, don't be a public figure, A. Well, yeah. Um, now, I don't, know, I don't know if it goes as far as I, 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 this would be pretty oh, no. impossible to, to plot out. Unless you're, I mean, I mean, these Taylor Swift fans have got the app to know where her plane is at all times. But to know which suite they were going to be in, and then to find a way to buy those seats, I don't think that's what oh, was going on. Right, right. You would have to know which I think, one. I think people just they get so enamored with. Let me look. If they, I, I wouldn't do this because I just don't. 
I don't go back and watch stupid videos. I don't care about social media. I wouldn't post it. But if you see Taylor Swift and his whole family in the box and there's a break in the game and you want to get a quick video of them, that's a glass uh, partition you can see right in, to show to your friends or post on social media, fine. If you're spending the whole goddamn game with your back to the game, because you're recording the family. Honestly, I mean, you're just, I don't, the, the family, they have to be used to it. That's just, that's just life. You're just pathetic. What? I, I honestly, that would be kind of funny if I saw that. It's like, yes, you and, went through all sad. that trouble to get to this game. <laughs> just the whole time to be facing that box. It would be a funny visual that that's all. It's like everyone is space for this game. <laughs> and, and you keep and hearing the all these roars behind you. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea why. None. You don't care because you're not there for the game. <sighs> you're there for Taylor. <laughs> uh, Joey wrote in about uh, Kyle uh, uh, blowing a kiss uh, at, at a... <laughs> What did she do to you, by the way? Oh, she wouldn't let me over. I was trying to get off on my exit, oh. and I was the jerk. I was like, oh, it's coming up. So I blinkered over, sure. and it looked like enough room to get over. Oh. So I get over, and of course, she tries to speed up the same time, and I, I cut her off. But I had oh. the blinker on okay. for a minute, so yeah. I don't know if it truly really was a cutoff or not. I was just, yeah, anyways. Uh, like, let you in. God, be yeah. nice. So I, that's what I thought she was doing. So I get in. It's close. She almost hits my bumper. Or hits back into my car, and then I see her just hold up her middle finger uh, the whole time as to uh, we get off the exit, and then we got the uh, exit until we come to the stoplight, and she's creeping slowly. She doesn't want to see me, but she does, <laughs> and that's when I blew her the kiss, and then she sped off. Well, we got this email from Joey. We talked about this last year. Oh, he's man. very hip. Joey is up, and I mean that sincerely. He's up with the times. He says, my wife and I have the best road rage response. When someone does something stupid, we shake our heads in disappointment and thumbs down them. <laughs> Let's play Treble Trouble right now. We got a pair of tickets to see Jerry Seinfeld at the Reno Event Center on Saturday, April 27th. We're going to play you a three second song clip. You give us the title and you win. Caller 18 guesses first, then 19, then 20. And if nobody knows the song title, (laughs) drop puts everywhere and no winner. 888 989 9811 for Treble Trouble. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Welcome back to Rad Radio. As Rob likes to say, it is what it is. Ah, what are we doing here? What has happened to this show? All right, we got this uh, email from, oh, at first, uh, as predicted and expected, I checked my cell phone, as I always do during the commercial break, and yes, endless male friends of mine are just sending me heart emojis. <laughs> Although, I, I, got, I, I got a text from uh, Jordan at LMS Garage Door, one of our newest advertisers. I just met him like a month ago. Uh, a great guy, great maggot, uh, and uh, he and I have texted back and forth. I don't remember what the what the mess. I think oh, I think he uh, he texted me while I was sick, and he said I he hoped I feel better or whatever. Oh, that's nice. I, I wrote him back an update or whatever, and I I didn't notice this, but I guess he hearted it, and Aww. so he texted in. And he said sorry about hearting your message. Now I know the rule. So yes, good, good for oh, you, Jordan. Oh jeez, oh you wanted just the thumbs up? And, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh. I don't care. Send me an eggplant <laughs> for all I care. Just don't heart me. It's not manly. <laughs> Uh, Rebecca wrote in and said, okay, Rob, I need your help. I feel like I've gotten this ick, this crud, whatever this is, it's going around. I'm starting to feel the same way you've reported feeling. I've heard others uh, reporting feeling. What can I expect? (laughs) 
Hard to say. Depends on on how bad you get it. My wife and I are on like week four of this back and forth. We've had we had somebody write in last week that said they had the exact, exact same symptoms for three months Ugh. until it finally uh, uh, went away. My my and she uh, she said uh, also last we heard Christina was down for the count on Friday. What's the update? So. Uh, yeah, so this is weird because Christina was first to have this when we were <laughs> so great. She got it right when we got to Las Vegas, so the oh, whole trip was worthless. Thing. Uh, canceled everything. No dinners, no Bruno Mars concert. Oh, but you got time together in the hotel room. Oh, yeah, with my passed out wife. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got time to get caught up on crappy reruns on hotel TV. That was wonderful. Um, oh, and then she gave it to me. And and then and so and, and it was like you know, different symptoms, the same thing, fatigue. Uh, uh, for her, she had the vomiting. Then I didn't have the vomiting. Then uh, and uh, a cough, uh, headaches, things like that. And then and so I went through the same process. And then she got it again, and I felt better. Not great, but better. And then she, and then and then she gave it back to me, I guess, because then I I felt better. So what's weird is she's been ahead of the curve. I mentioned when we came back when I came back last week. That last, like, I don't remember the days now, Wednesday through Saturday, Thursday through Sunday, maybe. I, I Four straight days. In bed, didn't eat at all. Uh, didn't want to get out of bed. This is where I was smelling myself. I'm Ugh. sweating. I got the chills. Uh, I, I got the butt stuff during that version of it. Fun. Um, and, 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 and then I, 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 I felt better on Monday. Pretty good on Tuesday. And then I remember, and I came back and then I was sidekicking it. I did, I did Tuesday and Brandon said, "Hey, why don't you you know sidekick the rest of the week, uh, so you can rest?" Okay, I sidekicked it on like Wednesday and Thursday, I think. And the plan was to keep going. Well, then Brandon started just he was just run down. He doesn't have the thing. Oh, yeah. And so I told him on Thursday, I'm like, "Dude, uh, if you want me to take over Friday, I feel really good." And so he took me up on that. Uh, and I have, I feel, I have felt fantastic. Every day is better. Oh my God, like, fingers crossed. <laughs> you wake up, I wake up every morning and it's like, you want to conquer the world. And, and I try to make sure I don't overdo it because I mean, I, I mean like the best I've felt in months. Good. Meanwhile, my wife now in reverse, cause remember she was ahead. Well now apparently I'm ahead. She spent all of Thursday in bed, all of Friday in bed, all of Saturday in bed and most of yesterday in bed. And no appetite. Ugh. In fact, Saturday, she had not eaten all day. She spent the oh. entire day in the bedroom, which that was cool because I got to watch football. Oh, man. God. In peace. Oh, um, <laughs> and so I, I'm medicating her I, I'm, in, in a legal way, right. in a helpful yes. way. Yeah. And I keep checking on her. And I know. And every time I walk in, I know, yep, I know that stage. I mean, it's the exact same thing. She, you couldn't even get her to drink broth? Like, she, ha- she had some water, and that was yeah. it. That was oh. it. And even that yeah. sometimes, like, it's in, and I was there. I, I know the deal. It, it, you, may, you want to make sure you want a gag. And so Saturday, it's Saturday evening, and I go in, and I go, babe, anything. Any, you haven't eaten all day. And she goes, an orange. Okay, no problem. Oh, that's lovely. Yes, because we have an orange tree. Yeah. Didn't have any oranges in the house. <laughs> Niners game's on. Had to go out back in the pouring rain. <laughs> Pick some oranges. But how wonderful is that? You didn't have to go to the store, have it DoorDash. It's right there. Really? I'm going to DoorDash an orange. <laughs> hey, I don't know what you rich people do. I can um, see you all paying all the fees just for an orange. That's not how you stay rich. <laughs> got the uh, got the orange cut up for her, gave it to her, went back to the game, came back 20 minutes later. She had like two bites. Couldn't keep it Aww. down. Aww. But she was a little better yesterday. She reports being much better today. Not Good. She's in the exact same pattern. Now, is that what you can expect, Rebecca? I don't know. I've heard other people go through different things, and again, she she had she had the the the, the, the round I had last week when I got the butt stuff. I also got the puking. She had just the puking on this round. So it, it, it's really whatever it is, and I don't know what it is. 
Christine is convinced it's not RSV and the flu, like that com- combination. I think yeah. she, I think she's into her conspiratorial. This is the next COVID thing. I don't know. She never said that. But it's it's if you get it, the the thing is liquids if you can, uh, any type of vitamins, those emergency things, those those IV packs that in powder, Ooh. anything that can fruit, yes, fruit, anything gets you good stuff and rest. That's all I I've heard does anything for this. I have this weird thing that's been going on, and I've 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 stout, now started to think back once. Every week for three weeks, I will start to feel something. I don't know what it is. I'll get like a little scratch back in the throat. I'll get a headache. And then, oh, I'm just nauseated and I get the the booty stuff, mm. right? And so I'm like, okay, let's just do all the things that I know how to do and go to bed early. And then it goes away. So like originally I thought I ate something weird. And then the next time I thought maybe I ate something weird again. <laughs> and then when it happened the third time, I'm like, Oh my God! Is my body wanting to, and it's not happening? So it's either that, or I've got cancer of of the booty. Oh, who knows? Okay, right? that, oh. that that went a whole direction I didn't see uh, coming. Okay, all right. Did you web MD your symptoms? <laughs> <laughs> We got a pair of tickets to see Jerry Seinfeld at the Reno Event Center on Saturday, April 27th. Vincent, your caller 18. Good morning. Good morning. You'll guess first if you know the song you win. If not, we'll go to Amy. Good morning. Good morning. And Kenny, your caller 20. Good morning. Good morning. We are looking for a rock song from 1974. What is the title of that 1974 song? Vincent. Roll them bones. <laughs> Amy, do you know? Rolling down the highway. All right, well, you know. When in doubt, you try to get some mush mouth words from the song and just yeah. repeat them back. Kenny, do you know? I do not. Okay. I'm not even... <laughs> You're not a what? I don't know. <laughs> Kyle did write on his cheat sheet that hearing the artist's name um, had him made this uh, made him. Uh, Kyle had a craving for ice cream. Yeah. Oh. Did you enjoy the song though? No. Okay. Uh, it's Jerry Garcia of uh, the Grateful Dead, and it's called <laughs> "Let It Rock." We have uh, three more chances for you to win tomorrow morning at 7, 8, and 9 a.m. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. First, it was rad radio. Then it was bad radio. Now it's just awful. This is the Rob, Anybody, and Dawn Show. I got this email uh, from uh, Jasmine. Hey, Jasmine. The minute you bring up whatever this crud, this ick, this goo that's going around is, you right away get emails because everybody either has it or knows someone who, who has had it, some version of it. Some of us really don't know for sure. 
what it is because you don't get in quick enough to get a flu test. You do get a COVID test. I don't know. It's probably this RSV flu. Jasmine says, I got super sick last month on Christmas, no less. Aww. It ended up being the flu type 2 and strep throat. Mm. Ew, no. Nice. Oh, God. Apparently, Ouch. she writes, the flu type 2 isn't as bad as the regular flu, but I was so sick. Also, many people get GI issues towards the end of the flu, which I never knew. A month later, my stomach isn't back to normal. I was on antivirals and antibiotics, but the only thing that saved me was sleeping. Yep. I basically hibernated through the holidays, which I suppose is one way to deal with family anxiety. That is oh. that, that is it. It's, and, and a lot of people can't just lay down and, and, just, and just stop it. Uh, but, but sleeping and letting your body get through this seems to be like the key. I, I, obviously, fluids and vitamins like I, I mentioned earlier. But, yeah, this thing is going around, and it's, it's bad. And, and and not everybody even gets tested or or knows what it is. Yeah, if you're somebody who like um, likes ginger, the taste of ginger, I love those ginger chews. You mm. just kind of suck on them, and they just help. It's like a natural way to help your belly instead of doing all the other stuff, unless you want to, of course. But yeah, I mean, and, you might want to try that. I mentioned I went through four days a week and a half ago of not eat. Literally, it's not an exaggeration. I did not eat. Now I cannot stop eating oh. <laughs> all weekend. Like I got, I got, I got up on, on uh, uh, Sunday morning. I got up, yeah, yesterday morning, and uh, I woke up. The first thing I thought of was food. Oh my like, gosh! Okay, what do I want? Do I want toast. Oh, I've got some less, leftover New York steak. Like, okay, so I get it. And, and my first thought was because this is not abnormal for me. I'm just gonna slice up the steak and have a few pieces because that's on a normal work day. I just have something. Like this morning, I had a piece of toast, and then I come in and I nosh throughout the day. So I, I, I'm not even to the kitchen yet, and I go, wait a minute. How about I make a steak scramble? Ooh, yeah. yeah. Ooh, steak and eggs, perfect. So I've gone yeah. from I've gone from 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 maybe toast to a few slices of steak to now I'm going to make a, a steak scramble. Oh, well, let's see. What else we got? Okay, we're going to throw in some red onion, throw in some cheese. Ooh, oh, yeah. Oh, but I still want toast, so we're going to have toast. I'm like, and now I'm making this giant diner-like breakfast, yeah, which nice. I— Ravage through, and then two hours later, I'm starving again. Oh God. Yeah, the eggs don't fill you up too much. Once, uh, once, once you get back, once it comes back, you get, uh, get me. Thank you, Kyle. thank you for that nutritional and uh, helpful uh, information. You know, Kyle. never mind, never mind the steak and the bread. Right. Yeah, just we're gonna focus on the eggs. Well, what was missing were potatoes. If you're oh, gonna do a I diner did. style, I did. I okay, th- perfect. I, that's, I, damn it, thank you. I had yeah. roasted potatoes with my steak the previous <laughs> oh, day. Oh, oh. So and those I, do still work for breakfast. I threw those in as yeah, well. Yeah. Ridiculous. Uh. All right. Um, <laughs> we got this email from Talia. I'm going to try to not, not just like lose it here, but, but I should oh. mention for those of you that have been listening, I, I know for a lot of you, this, this Taylor Swift crap. You're driving you nuts, but it is like this huge story, and there's so many layers to it. Uh, when we kick off the Mixed Picks Daily Sportscast in about 45 minutes, uh, which will be every day now on Rad TV at members.radradio.com, on the app, and in Sacramento on 104.7 FM and 8.90 AM, Steve Mickelson and I will be talking ooh, ooh, sports. Ooh. We will not be talking about this crap. I cannot imagine under what planet star alignment. We would talk about things like Taylor Swift and her effect on the NFL. Maybe in late February if it was still a story for some reason because there's nothing else going on. But no. No, we're going to – it's a sports show. I, I, I cannot think of a time I've ever heard oh. Steve seriously grumpy except when that's come up. Ooh, you, sh- you should <laughs> so see the text when he and I are talking about it. We're grumpy. Mm-mm. <laughs> All right, so this came up today. Uh, there were a variety of things that went on yesterday. Last night, uh, Travis Kelsey, Taylor's boyfriend, scored a touchdown, and then there's this thing that's gone viral where, uh, first of all, did he blow a kiss to her? I don't know if we figured that out yet, but he did the heart hand thing, and he did it right towards the, the suite that she was in 
Although his whole family's there. So was he doing it to her? Was he doing it to the family? And is it okay either way? The answer is no. no. Uh, and so uh, Talia wrote in. I got a lot of problems with this. I'm going to try to. I'm just going to try to lock it down here. I think the heart. Maybe that's not the way to lock it down. Oh, no, it's not. I think the heart hands oh. are working exactly how he wants it to. Manly or not, he's becoming more and more popular because of the Swifties. 400% increase in jersey sales. Huh? What? A. If if the only motivation and goal you have in life is more money, then you have no soul. So if that's his motivation, which I don't believe for a second, that doesn't in any way defend it. Mm-mm. Worse than that, manly or not. So, I mean, look, if he doesn't care about being manly, that's fine. He's not violating his own whatever, moral oh, compass, yeah. Yeah, code. But if you're taking it from the viewpoint of toxic males like myself and such, you don't sell out your manliness to boost your that 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 your 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 defense your premise for this is like like what we were doing kiddingly a couple hours ago where Dawn said well just tackle them on the sidelines and she said because the game's violent already that's why I do absurd things to point out how absurd they are oh well if it's violent already then just go right to knives listen and this l- is the same thing manly or not come on look look at the clear difference between Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey okay just. Whatever. I don't know. Maybe he's all into that, him and Taylor and the whole thing. And that would just point out that would be right to his personality. Because think of a Jason Kelsey would never even date a Taylor Swift. That wouldn't even probably be a part of their they wouldn't even be attracted to a Taylor Swift. So to me, I could buy into possibly, oh, yeah, so look, I get to get popular because I did read a little snippet of something a while ago that he also wants to get more into, like, acting and maybe different things like that and be, like, the next rock. Jason so, does? Yeah, uh, Not Jason. Travis. Travis. So oh. this is helping him being with Taylor Swift, him accomplishing mm. those goals. Whatever. I could see that with him. Ugh. Yeah, I'm so tired of that storyline too. Oh, it's all conspiracy. It's a setup. Oh, it thing. wasn't like a conspiracy thing. It was just like he's been wanting to do that, and this is helping, <laughs> and he's realizing it's helping. Well, then you I know don't what? Know, whatever. Then, right. Then we're back to soulless. I, what a horrible I, reason to stay with another human being. Yes. No matter who they are. Uh, Greg wrote in because uh, Jason Kelsey was uh, he, when he jumped out of the the VIP box yesterday to party with the fans after Travis scored. He was drinking a Bud Light. Uh oh. That makes him a, a, a dumbass Democrat or whatever oh, they geez. said. Uh, hey, he's still supporting those people. And, and and we were pointing out, you know, where where are we with this? Because Dawn pointed out, wait a minute. Didn't Kid Rock start this whole thing after Dylan Mulvaney uh, did the, the who's a, a trans influencer, did, did the whole thing? And, and, and he shot up Bud Light, but now he's serving Bud Light again at his, at his bar. And uh, Greg says, I can't keep up with these yahoos either. It's like you're mad about Kelsey drinking Bud Light, but every damn commercial break is a Bud Light commercial. If you're going to commit, commit and boycott, you waste of lives. Exactly. That is an excellent point. If you're that upset over Bud Light still, why are you watching the NFL? They're, he's, he's, he's not lying. I mean, they have clearly tripled down on their marketing. Okay, and, and your original reason, which I'm not going to take away from you. You have every right as an American. Your original reason was because it was uh, a trans female, right? Yes. Okay. So if Bud Light has moved away from that, doesn't that make you happy? And when you see them doing non, you know, trans spokespeople, right? Like now, aren't didn't you get uh, what you wanted? You're falling for it. Didn't you get what you wanted mm-hmm. and now you're happy? Like no. I don't understand. Mm-mm, you're falling for it. See, that's why they started rolling out all of these America, country, Bud Light. 
They have not what they what those that are upset want. They want Bud Light to publicly renounce the entire community. Then and only then will they return to the Bud Light community. Let's get to Win Rob's Change. We do it every morning at 6.30 and 9.30. Uh, now, uh, we had Shannon on earlier this morning at 6.30. She was our guesser. And after she made her guess, which was incorrect, I pointed out, man, I wish I could ask each caller, how did you come up with that answer? Because uh, Michelle, the pressure cooker calculator, is writing all of the clues. And they're word clues. And in and of themselves, they make no sense. It's like, it's like, <laughs> it's like I have Tourette's syndrome when I, when I read them. But eventually, they, they, you put them together. And some people started to put them together. And then, oh, my God, what is she doing now? And, but I, so I can't ask because what if the caller says, well, because of clue number four, I figured out it was this person. And so, well, crap, now we've given away a, an answer to everybody. So Shannon did write in after her guess and said, Rob, I was your 630 caller. You were wondering where I came up with my guess. I pulled a number out of my ass until I get more clues. All right. Uh, so let's get to it. We are looking for uh, guess number eight. And if you don't get it right, you'll get clue number eight. If you somehow do give us the right amount of money, you win it. It's a mega bucket. Phone number is 888-989-9811. Caller 18 gets to win Rob's change. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. After a nice, long holiday break, Rad Radio has one thing to say. When is our next vacation? And now, back to the mediocrity that is Rob, Anybody, and Dawn. This is the second email that we've gotten uh, like this. Now, both from women. I don't know if that matters, but take it into account because we're talking about football and things like that. Uh, but it's only the second one. We were talking about the Jason Kelsey story where he jumps out of the suite and he's partying with fans or whatever. Uh, and uh, there, there are there are times. In fact, Forbes magazine just put out a report about they, they're trying to estimate is it a half a, a half a billion dollars worth of free advertising that Jason Kelsey gave Bud Light. Wow. Because uh, he was drinking, we know, Bud Light and Labatt's, I think I said earlier. Poor uh, Labatt's gets no play. Yeah, he's... <laughs> He's drinking everything in the in, in the suite. Now, now, only two people have written in, like Stephanie. Lots of exclamation points. Very angry at me for misreporting. Oh. He's not drinking Bud Light. It's Blue Light. It's a Canadian brand. Now, look, I, 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 what can I tell you, man? I, 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 I easily found a picture on Twitter which it's cle- where it's clearly Bud Light. He's clearly drinking everything he can find. At, at some point, maybe he was drinking Blue Light. Now, I did find a Twitter post from some moron because, you know, you just Google oh. names and, and, you know, non- Descript people, and and it says something like if this is something about the size of a blue light can or whatever. Okay, so maybe he was drinking blue light, but no one's denying that he was drinking Bud Light as well. Bud Light tweeted out a thank you to him. I mean, come on, kids. And aren't there more important things? Jason's like, where's my check? God, damn. (laughs) Here's my address. (laughs) I can't confirm this. I can't because I somebody said that somebody emailed this and I did not look it up. But somebody emailed and said that they were in the Bud Light suite. Now, if that's true, and again, I am not reporting that. God, I don't want another exclamation point laden email coming my way. Then you're really understanding. Yeah. <sighs> I, I just really don't think he cared. What no. do you got? I'm right. drinking it. <laughs> not, okay. He was just having a good time. He my, was tailgating earlier. My brother's playing to go to the AFC championship game. Yeah. I just retired. I'm going to the Hall of Fame, like Kyle said earlier. Uh. Just give me a beer. <laughs> <sighs> 
But, but now we, as a country, have spent almost 24 hours uh, debating various stupidities of it. Lori wrote in about this ick that's going around, Says because uh, we had somebody write in and said she got sick on Christmas Day. Ho, ho, ho. Uh, I got sick two days after Christmas, the day before I was supposed to return to work after the holiday. I knew I'd have to have a doctor's note to get paid for the holiday. So I went to urgent care. This was two days after the ick had started when I could actually manage to get out of bed. I did test positive for COVID, and what I went through sounds just like what you've had. It kicked my butt for five days straight, and then I just had fatigue for another week. Yeah, who knows? Uh, We don't don't have COVID, didn't have COVID or whatever. Um, But there's the, the, the theory working around with most doctors, not just here but around the country, is that it's the, it's either a tridemic or a, a, a duodemic? I don't know what they're calling it. Where where there's these three things going around: the flu, which is always here. I mean, actually, it's four things: colds, the flu, RSV, COVID. And the theory is that people are getting two or three of them at once, and it's just too much for the body. Haven't you noticed though? Since I feel like even twenty, even before COVID, and maybe I'm misremembering exactly when before COVID, maybe 2018, that whatever it would be that was going around, because there's always something, even before COVID. It started lasting longer or going away and then coming back and then going away. It's like this new thing now. I I mean, yes, we've always been sick. There's always been things that have been going on, but that seems to be a new thing. My recollection is it was 2018 where we all started talking about we all, not just show members, but all you maggots, where things were, they were more intense. They lasted longer. They'd go away. You thought you were fine. Then they'd come back and be like, what the hell? Way too many symptoms. Either way, just don't get it. Really, it's awful. The best things in life are free. We're gonna help you pay some bills and fees. Windrush change. What I want. Windrush change. What I want. Windrush change. Make your best guess and estimate the calculation in rough shore of change. Windrush change. What I want. Windrush change. Windrush change. Caller 18 to Windrush change. Hello, Meg. Good morning, Rad. Shut up, Meg. <laughs> Shut up, Brando. We've had uh, seven uh, guesses and seven clues. Uh, the clues are sending people all over the map. I don't know if you figured anything out. Let, uh, let me ask you this, Meg. Don't don't tell me what it would be. Is your guess based on anything? Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, let's see if you've uh, figured out where Michelle's uh, head is. Michelle, the pressure cooker calculator is writing our clues for this round. It is a mega bucket, so you're having to do a lot of work, but it's going to be worth it for whoever wins it. All right, eighth guess, Meg. What's your number? Five thousand four hundred sixty-four dollars and no cents. Five thousand four hundred sixty-four dollars. Yes. All right. Jeez. You lose. Oh man. You all ching ching pow pow. That's a mega bucket. $5,464 is incorrect, and that brings us to clue number eight. We're not going to party like it's 1999. Clue number eight. We're not going to party like it's 1999. Where is she taking us? Where is she taking us? To the promised land. Who who is she taking us to? Oh, yeah. How is she taking us there? Any one of these things might get us to the answer eventually. I was only eight in 1999. What was the partying like back then? Was it funner? More fun? No, funner. Well, <laughs> yes, everything was more fun in the 90s. Until until 
New Year's Eve 1999 when we were all scared of oh, Y2K. Yeah, the, the, the computers were going to take over. And, and nothing. I make fun, but I was out in the middle of nowhere prepared for it. Yeah, and, and absolutely nothing <laughs> happened. Like, so, Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Rob, anybody, and Dawn, setting the standards since standards were dramatically lowered. This is Rad Radio. Big week around here at Rad Radio. In about uh, 12 minutes, we'll be launching the daily Mixed Pick Sports Show. It's available on Rad TV if you want to watch it live at members.radradio.com. You can see myself and Steve Mickelson uh, from his bunker in Las Vegas. Uh, and uh, and you can watch it live. You can also watch it later anytime you want. Uh, also, it's at, uh, you can hear it at members.radradio.com. If you're watching this on Rad TV, uh, Brandon just piped in a really quick hidden camera shot of Steve sitting at his desk getting ready. Oh, I love that. Thank God he didn't stand up and start adjusting himself oh, real quick. Oh, jeez. Good Lord. <laughs> um, you can also listen to the uh, the daily Mixed Pick Sports uh, show uh, on the, the Rad Radio app. And if you're in Sacramento, you can listen on Rad Radio at 104.7 FM. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. 890 uh, AM. Running errands. Tomorrow. Blast it. Shelby Elias from financewithshelby.com will join us. Already getting questions for him. Feel free to email more, rad at radradio.com. On Wednesday, our security chief officer, Pat, will join us for his annual visit to promote the Pig Bowl. That's the Guns and Hoses charity football game, which is this Saturday. That's perfect. There's no football Saturday. Boo, NFL football. Uh Yeah, so boo. you can watch a bunch of firemen and cops uh, play uh, football. Uh, we're going to talk about it. if you want if you want details. By the way, before Pat comes in on Wednesday, the easiest thing to do is to just Google Pig Bowl Sacramento. It'll it'll autofill, but it's Pig Bowl Sacramento 2024, uh, and uh, that'll give you all of the details. I'm, it's, so, I'm so torn because you know support law enforcement, but then one of my nephews is a firefighter now, so I'm like, oh man. Well, go with go with the 21st century America idea. Oh. There are no losers. Oh. Aww. <laughs> That's not how they take it, but yeah. uh, the game's yeah. Saturday. They do, a, uh, they do a kids' safety fair at 11 a.m. The pregame's at 12.30. The kickoff's at 1 o'clock uh, for the uh, Pig Bowl this Saturday. And then on Thursday morning, the long-awaited return of the Circles guys uh, for everything. All your questions. Oh, is it? Where's the app? What happened to my money? Oh. So if, like uh, Brandon and me, a few of us, uh, you're invested in, oh. in Circles, uh, I'm actually on the board of directors, full disclosure. Oh, a lot of time. Do you get a certificate? Actually, yes. Oh, you do? Oh, that's lovely. Is it like a two-by-four? Do you sign in? Is there a book to sign in? <laughs> you got to show up. Do you have a special handshake? Does somebody write the minutes? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yes, you yeah. have to. You have to have board meetings and write the minutes. Anyway, call it to order and have a gavel. ka <laughs> Sorry, I mentioned I have to occasionally for legal reasons. Anyways. <laughs> John and Danny will be here. We're going to discuss the uh, the Yelp killer that is Circles, uh, the positive social media app, and where we're at. So for those of us that are invested, where where are we? Where where where's our money, and and, and how's it looking? For those of you that are like, whoa, this sounds like a great idea, which really everybody says once they once they hear about it. We'll talk about any other opportunities for you moving forward, and most importantly for a lot of you, where is the app? You might be able to get it now. Um, we're going to talk about it and, and, and see the whole, the, the, oh, it's just, it's Uh-oh, extraordinary. Did you just share something that was at the board meeting? It's just, it's just extraordinary. So that'll be I Thursday. deny you. <laughs> that is definitely, I am definitely working with a bunch of people who have never been on the board of anything. I'm just, just, just one, one more serious question. Oh, is, ser- no, wait, is it serious? Yeah. 
Or is it Dawn-esque mocking the entire procedure? Just here? wondering if this, the table you guys sit at is a circular table. Right, yes. No. It's mm. an no. Is, is it catered? Oh, that is the important question. Brandon actually had the important one. No, we take this very seriously. Oh well, you can't God. take things seriously without having a full stomach. Right, yeah. so we all, make exactly. we, we all come prepared. This is very serious. With caviar and king we, crab legs and champagne. In, we come in judge robes. It's very serious. Oh, yeah, that's serious. We're going to dress up like judges. <laughs> Jesus Christ. White wigs. They have a hat. Mm. Special hat. <laughs> so that'll be Thursday morning. There's and then a tassel. When the meeting's over, you push it to the other side. And since I'm committed to doing that, that I will. And then on Friday, I'm retiring. Oh so uh, we've uh, we've mentioned, oh. or you've heard, you don't mention, oh. you've heard of OnlyFans. Uh, it's mainly known, right, for for sex workers and and and, and models, and it, that's not why it was created, but that's why you know it's most provocatively used. I, I have, I'm not setting you up for a joke or anything. I've never been on OnlyFans. I only know of it, and I, I didn't understand how it worked, and because of this story, I had to find out how it worked. So it, apparently, the the content creators, the stars, they can set their page as free or subscribe, but when you subscribe, that's when you get the good stuff. Right, you get the the exclusive content. So if we're gonna look at it through the the sex world, I guess you can get, for example, provocative pictures or whatever of attractive woman. But if you want to see her naked in a video, you have to be a subscriber. So that's how that works. Well, you know what else you might get her feet. And I only yeah. know this because of one of my real yeah. housewife shows I watch. I forget which one. Maybe it was Miami. One of them you have to pay, but it's to see. Her feet, people yes. that are upset, and her feet always have to be perfectly pedicured and nice, and it's just her feet. Perfect example. Now, there's another platform called FeetFinder.com. That's that's primarily where the feet are highlighted, whereas wow. OnlyFans is more broad. Uh, and also also targeted. Yeah, for, because, for these, specific so kinks and I want to I want to see not just feet. I want to see we're at Miranda from the Real Housewives of whatever. I want to see her feet. So, so you subscribe to her OnlyFans page. That's a great yeah, example. Yeah, because all she does is show her feet right. on and, OnlyFans. And they make an extraordinary amount of money. Because the girls were saying what a hoe and a slut she was because she's on OnlyFans. She's like, I just show my feet. Does that make you a hoe? Wait a, a show. Wait a minute. Housewives. Actually, you know, Americans jump to a conclusion without knowing what the hell they were talking about. Interesting. Um, so that's how it works in general. I'm trying to keep this very vague and broad. So, but what I need to know is how does how does OnlyFans make money? You know, they, so I found out they get twenty percent. So if you if Whoa. if I subscribe to Miranda's feet for I don't know twenty bucks a month, OnlyFans the company gets four dollars just for sitting there and, and launching the platform. And the reason I had to look all that up was because this story that came out where OnlyFans the company was encouraging somebody to get on OnlyFans. I'm like, why? What did that? Now I know why. Because they think they could make a lot of money. And that person is Snoop Dogg, who in, okay. a, in a new interview really? on a, a podcast called Wake and Bake, of course, uh, he recalled uh, that uh, he was talking about how creators have made millions posting pornographic videos to the website. And he was telling this story. You can only you can imagine, right? And his and I can't. Even, I wish I could imitate Snoop Dogg. He's got one of the most w wonderful vocal presentations. Yeah. Uh, he's telling, yeah, man, you know they're making all this money. And the reason he's telling this story is because OnlyFans approached him and said, you need to get on OnlyFans. And I'm like, why? To that, do what? Okay. And they said to him, they said, look, we believe you could make $100 million, which be, for them would be $20 million. That's why they're, they're encouraging him. And you, you asked for what or for why? Yeah. Show is Wang. 
Oh, don't do it, Snoop. Yeah. They they approached. Oh, they, they, no, you're Snoop. They they said, look, man, why don't you get on there? Aww. And I don't I don't know the intricate details if they even got into him. Like, did they say you have to do it just once? Did you do it once a month? Oh, he's, please tell me he's not he, gonna. Of course he's not oh. going to. A, he doesn't need the money. B, more importantly, as he said on the podcast, and I quote, I'm like, I got a black wife. Ain't no way in the world she gonna allow me to go on there and pull that thang out for ain't no amount of money. Uh, he's been married to his wife, Shante Broda, since uh, 1997. Oh. And the, the reference there as a black man, uh, for he, he, he's talking about being married to a black wife. I'm a white man married to a black wife. It's the whole, that's that idea of the protectivism and the thing that you hear about. Yeah. See, if a white guy says it, it's like you're perpetuating the, the, the angry black woman stereotype. And if you have no experience with black women, then you probably are. Mm. But there is a, the, oh, look. Italian women are known ah. for certain. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. Right. Oh, Loud yes. tempers, things like that. Okay. Oh, yeah. Nothing. There's nothing racist. Sweet about that. but vengeful. Right. <laughs> so no, we will not be getting to see Snoop Dogg's Wang. Thank God. At least on purpose. Oh, anytime soon. Man. The whole point of that story was so that I could say Snoop Dogg's Wang over and over again. I thought they were going to say people would pay just to sit and watch him get high all day. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and oh, that, yeah. You know. I don't know why he hasn't thought of that. Get dressed up in one of his audacious robes and just sit there in a in a big chair smoking. Well, then his name would have to be. Snoop instead of Snoop Dogg, be Snoop Dong. Never mind. If, if you go back to the wing, yeah. yeah, just couldn't hold that one in, could you, buddy? I was like, this is... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Had, you, had, had you said it at the right spot? Boom, we're out. I was afraid I was going to get dumped, but yeah. then I thought about it. I'm like, probably not. I'm going to try it anyway. I love that. That's right. Yes. Uh, on that unhappy note. <laughs> We are minutes away from the debut of the Daily Mix Picks uh, Sportscast uh, on uh, Rad TV and everywhere else. I already went through where you can get it. And for the rest of you, we'll be back tomorrow. Okay, that does it. Screw you guys, I'm going home. Talking poo is where I draw the line. Go on and go home, you fat chicken. Bye, diddly eye. So long. God bless you. See ya. Goodbye. Bye-bye, Homer. Take care. Adios. So long. Very well. Darn. Bon voyage. Toodle-oo. Ah, uh, so long. Bye-bye. Ta-ta. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Sayonara, dude. So long. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> so long, stink town. Ew. Goodbye. And don't think it hasn't been a little slice of heaven, because it hasn't. God bless United Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Bye, diddly eye. So long. God bless you. See ya. Bye.